With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everybody. Today is May 5th. Oh, my God. It's Cinco de Mayo. Um, 2022. And we're here again with Chris. Hello. We're going to go over his processes. So... Um, did you want to share some success stories? Uh, I could read a whole bunch of them. I really could. Uh, okay. Let me pull up some, uh, uh, I'll read one that I just got here just, just today. I'm not going to mention any names because, uh, it's an email and I haven't got a go ahead, uh, or any objections so far. So, and what it was is, uh, this, uh, worker here, one of the comrades here, said, I submitted this transaction as the Benny of my private trust account. Wells closed my bank trust account probably because they had not done fiscal services papers in their possession seven days before. And this hit my account, exclamation point, exclamation point. Uh, they said for negative balance over 90 days, which I was monitoring for fraud every month, there are declined charges, backslash notices, coming through with no bill statement or payment receipt. Okay? So he's getting this the statements, but there's there's no bill with the statement uh, with his online account or, or no online account while account was positive. Uh, that's one. That's I just got that one. Uh, let me see. Uh, today at five forty. Okay. Oh wow. Uh, I've got. Uh, I'll just read y'all a couple of recent ones that I got. Uh, here's one says this is my personal electric bill. It works. This is coming through. I think it's uh, uh, Telegram. It looks like it. This is where a uh, light bill was paid uh, with the process, okay? Uh, it was a small amount. Uh, they used the coupon, and the amount was $72. Uh, and it was deducted. Uh, current charge, $330.33. Total amount due, $72. Amount due after 5-9-22 is $74.11. So 
So that was a small one for for uh, you know uh, part of a light bill or something to look like. That's a pretty good light bill. Uh, here's a picture that I got. Uh, well, actually, it's three pictures of a uh, of a uh, Toyota Celica. No, I guess that's the Camry. Yeah. Says thanks, man. Your process works if you work it. Here's some proof. A lot of these folks I shared on Telegram uh, just a little while ago. I posted them up in Telegram. Uh, here's another guy who, or gal, I'm not going to say the name, <clears throat> but had a $11,027 or $217, uh, no, wait a minute, my bad, uh, statement balance, 11509 Last payment received, $10,000. Uh, that left them with a uh, with a balance of one thousand five hundred nine dollars and fifty two cents. And then it says available credit ten thousand one hundred ninety seven dollars and ninety four cents. Okay, this is with Barclay Mastercard. Okay. Uh, I've had someone send me uh, where they walked in. Uh, they were uh, it was a mask mandate bullshit uh, where they were uh, charged with trespass, and and this person, this uh, uh, fellow fighter. Uh, I'm just going to say the name. It's. Uh, uh, Shannon Greer, <clears throat> she got hit with this freaking, you know, this bullshit mask stuff. And uh, pretty much did, did what you do, go in there without prejudice, uh, challenge jurisdiction. The judge wrote on there, uh, in, 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 wrote on the, the actual charging instrument, uh, clerk notice. Please send docket sheets to Mrs. Celia. Charges are dismissed. Finding on the record. All future dates remanded. Uh, a removal a dismissed. There was three different charges. There was uh, criminal trespass, third degree, disorderly conduct, second degree, resisting arrest. Uh, misdemeanor A, right? All three of those charges were dropped. Uh, was removed from Zoom for refusing to identify herself. Uh, uh, for contempt of court, uh, it was remanded for a jury tri jury trial, and it was dismissed. Uh, Uh, one from Bridgecrest, where they where they stopped. They actually said, uh, "Your entire." Wait a minute. Let me turn it sideways so I can read. Uh, you 
you entered into a retail installment contract, security agreement, the contract, uh, with Caravan LLC. Uh, let me see where we get to where it's at. Oh, wait a minute. No, that's not it. Let's see. There's, uh, I'm trying to, I got thousands of pictures here, y'all. <laughs> but, uh, uh, here's one. Here's one that I shared. Uh, I can't do that. Let's get a phone number. Uh, <clears throat> I just, uh, Thanks for calling, Chris. Uh, I feel very blessed knowing you. Uh, he said, I checked my email. All the other t- 1099As I submitted to the IRS were... Received. i got to find the other part of it now. Uh... Okay, I didn't open it up all the way. There it is. I checked my email. Uh, all the other 1099As I submitted to the IRS were accepted, even the EF, uh, EFT. I wrote to them last year for $79,000. Uh, uh, this one was from a girl on, on Facebook from some other guy that was... He was trying to. He was trying to donate to a. Uh, uh, a uh, he was trying to donate to I don't know, American Cancer Society or something like that, and trying to get some. From what I understand, he was trying to get some uh, a percentage of it back, like some kind of interest percentage back after he gave it to him. And you can't do that. So <clears throat> he was. He was a little pissed. He, was, he had his panties in a bunch. So. Uh, Catherine got on here and told the guys, she said, I personally know two people who got a Tesla. Well, one I converse with by text. The other one I have spoken to on the phone. I have given her uh, info on other topics, and she had over, she's had it over two months now. Peyton's study, stop accusing others of not. Uh, Here's another one. Chris, my friend received proof of concept yesterday on her credit card bill, 1099A. Uh, That card now shows the balance reduced by the amount uh, uh, and a credit credit score rising. And you know, folks, I get stuff like this here, payment voucher. I successfully used 1099A to purchase a new home. The real estate company accepted my conditional uh, acceptance. They said it's conditional acceptance, but a lot of people are confused. They're saying they think that they're doing a conditional acceptance when really they're not. Uh, it's because they hear it all the time, like 1099A. Uh, but they gave the 1099A to the home, 
and and I have three others that were accepted for vehicles. What I'm wondering is the 1099A was uh, was filed with the IRS, and it was accepted. Now, how do I make sure the check comes in the mail so that these businesses get paid for their services? Uh, you mentioned the pay voucher. Would it be my trust estate that pays the taxes or the Department of the Treasury? Uh, it won't. It's not going to be. I said. I told him. I said, "Look, you're going to. You're going to know they got paid when when the copy B comes back." That was my response to him. And I said, <clears throat> "They're going to get paid because of the pay voucher." And as far as the taxes go, remember, every taxpayer is best K trust. Uh, so if, if the Treasury is going to collect the taxes from any of this stuff, well, then they're going to do it, and they don't even have to tell you. They can just take it out of your trust. Why? Every taxpayer is assessed to pay trust. They are acting as trustees. Uh, that was a conversation I had. So this guy uh, was purchasing a new home and bought some vehicles. <clears throat> and... Uh, well, here's another guy. He was going, he was asking me some questions. Uh, let me see if I can, I can find it. Uh, yeah. Where is that at? <clears throat> let me see. It might have been right there. No, it's not. Where is it at? Here. <clears throat> this guy is asking me a question. Uh, he said he said, uh, I sent you an email a while back. I don't know about it since you lost your other one. He's asking me about the 1099A. <clears throat> and he says, at the end of it, he says, but on a, on a side note, I want to thank you. I did get two, uh, $22,000 worth of child support and arrears paid off. Here's another guy with a Home Depot. He did a his account balance, uh, his previous balance was uh, $1,439.59. He, he did a payment of $1,427.78 and with, uh, with the, with the uh, remittance coupon. And and then now he's showing a new balance of $13.41. <clears throat> the reason he did that is because he wanted to keep the account open, like the, like the first one I was reading about uh, from Barclay, the MasterCard. Uh, he didn't pay it all off. Well, I'll just pay 10000 off. That's why? So they don't close the account. Uh, <laughs> you know... Now they can now can run up now this guy can run up you know another fourteen hundred fourteen hundred dollars on his Home Depot card. <laughs> and look, man, um, I know people will get out here and they'll I ain't seen none of this work and where's the proof and uh, you know uh, if you want to know where the beef where the beef is. Ask the three old ladies in the back seat. This is happening. And if uh, 
I guess someone's recently said, that, you know, I don't know if they were bucking whatever's going on, but I haven't heard anybody on, I haven't seen any proof of this working at all on, on, uh, on uh, for people in the Telegram. Well, I just posted most of these pictures in Telegram just a couple days ago. <clears throat> a lot of folks that are getting in there. Uh, I have noticed some people that were having success. Uh, you don't hear them and you don't see them in Telegram anymore. Uh, some of them actually quit. They actually got out of Telegram. Uh, you know, you got people out here saying, I'm not shaky. You know, I can do this. I'm not shaky. Uh, and then it works for them and they get, you know, they get a new $80,000 car or whatever. And now all of a sudden it's cricket. Uh, Oh, Chris, you're breaking up. How's that? There we go. (laughs) Yeah, it may come in spurts. Um, uh, That's kind of how I was doing the other night when I was sitting up there in the truck. But um, I was doing video, too, though. But um, that's what they do. I've noticed a bunch of them do that. Send me me, a... you know, an email, hey, man, thanks, bro. This really helped, man. It got me this and or got me that. And then you don't hear nothing about them. And I'm like, hey, man, uh, get on there and tell them folks what you did. Uh, if you share this stuff, if you have success with if you're truly not shaky and you'll do this stuff, you ought to be not shaky enough to share it with everybody. And what it is is they're scared. Uh, they are shaky. Uh, they're not shaky as someone who wouldn't even try it, uh, but they're shaky or they'd get out there and they'd share the, you know, they'd share it with folks. Hey man, this is what I did. This is how it worked for me. Uh, you know, and, and I said at the beginning, guys, I said at the beginning, this may not work for some folks, uh, but for others it will. Uh, and I don't know if, it, you know, I, I say it's mostly, it's, it's 85% or eighty percent knowledge and and ten ten percent uh intestinal fortitude. You gotta get out here and show these people you know what you're talking about. They're gonna be more willing to try it. Uh but even after all that folks, uh if you missed the if you missed the uh live last night, I didn't go live on Tuesday night because I was in the ER. Um <clears throat> Was running a fever. Uh, uh, it's. Uh, I went up there to VA, and they're like, "Well, you know," uh, I told them, "Look, I've been running a fever a couple of days now," and <clears throat> told them my symptoms. Uh, uh, they kept me there till three thirty in the morning. I refused to uh, do the COVID. Yeah. Uh, they came in. They came in there with one Q-tip. I said, what's that for? She said, we're going to check you for COVID, uh, two types of flu, and streptococcus. She had one freaking Q-tip in her hand and one jar to put the Q-tip in. I said, no, I'm not doing that. I said, I'm not about to take no COVID test. I said, but these will. Uh, the The nurse laughed. She said, I think you'll survive. But they kept me, and they kept coming in. You sure you don't want to do a, you know, do the test? I said, yeah, I'm sure. 
you're not false positiving me and fleecing the shit out of my trust That's right. for some scammed up government money. That ain't happening. Uh, while I was there, I was speaking with a lady who was in her 60s. Uh, she did 20 years in the military and, and got out. Uh, she worked for the VA for 20 years, and she's sitting in this confinement uh, uh, quarantine space in their waiting room. They built this little quarantine space, and she's sitting in there coughing, and she's in there with her daughter. And, <laughs> and I talked with these, these two gals for, I don't know, an hour. And, um, and, and I was breaking it down for them. And this lady came in. And they were doing a, it's called a ways and means. Uh, they ask you a bunch of questions about how much money you make and stuff like that. Uh, do you have any service connections? Uh, well, if you got a service connection, you're going to get some, you're, they're going to see you. Uh, but she had, didn't have none of that. Had sore throat and cough. Same thing I got. They told her she was negative. Lady comes in there and wants her to sign this paper. She's telling her, well, look, you know, uh, you make you make sixty five thousand a year. You're not eligible for this uh, VA benefit. Uh, she had like uh, Champ VA, which is like hundred uh, percent. Actually, it wasn't Champ VA. Another uh, a government thing, a government insurance. It was hundred percent, but the VA wouldn't accept it. You could take it to a military hospital, they would. Take it to any hospital on the outside, they would. Uh, but they wouldn't take it. I said, wait a minute. I said, my dad made $220,000 a year on his own business, had two bypass surgeries. His insurance company dropped him, and he asked me, what, what should I do? My, my, med, my meds are 850 bucks a month. I said, go to the VA. He went to the VA and talked to the chaplain at the VA in Hines in Chicago. <coughs> and that, that, by the end of the day, that guy was leaving out with my dad. Uh, my dad uh, on uh, uh, Title Eight, they call it, which is like it's insurance, but you got to pay copays and crap like that. I said, wait a minute, my dad made made twice as much money as this lady here did. That was freaking twenty years ago. Uh, what do you mean? She said, well, some VA hospitals do things differently. I said, BS. This is a federal freaking hospital. Uh, do you all run on the same policies? especially when it comes to ways and means. And I said, I said, uh, this, this lady was filling out this form, this woman wanted her to, and I said, look, I said, what would happen? I said, she said, this is really between me and the patient here, right? Uh, this is kind of a, you know, HIPAA thing, right? I said, I'm not asking about her health care or what's wrong with her. I'm wondering why this woman could have two freaking retirements from the government and be not, and be denied any kind of health care uh, that she worked, she's worked 40 years for. I said, what do, I said, I only got one more question. I said, what happens if she don't sign that paper? Well, then they'll bill her anyway. I said, how can they bill her when she signed no contract? And when I said that after talking to these gals for about an hour, that one, that one lady laid the pen down and looked at her, and she she cut me. She could have. It was so tense in there. You could have cut the cut the air with a butter knife. And she said, uh, uh, "Well, they'll just bill her anyway because she did something else, you know, signed something else." 
I said, yeah, but that's not the contract. You're trying to get her to sign a contract. And I and I know damn good and well that it's her trust you're going to get the money from if you do give her service. It's why you asked me for my last four when I came in here. And she, she, she told that woman, she said, I need to get you to sign that. And, uh, you know, the woman said, I don't believe I will. I handed her back the clipboard. <clears throat> uh, so, uh, and then the, when the lady left out, we finished talking to talking uh, <clears throat> but that's what they did to me uh, and check it out they didn't take my temperature I was in there probably about seven hours sick uh, they didn't take my temperature one time going in there well if you're not going to take the test we got to treat you as if you're 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 COVID positive uh, they brought the freaking x-ray machine down to me rather than have me go through the hospital. They brought a portable x-ray machine down and, and did an x-ray on my chest. It came back fine. Um, the MRI, the results from the MRI from last week, they were fine. The nodules haven't grown any. Uh, so that was all good. Uh, they didn't take my temperature for seven hours. They didn't look in my throat. I complained about my throat hurting and my ears hurting. They didn't look in my throat. They didn't look in my ears. And I left with a tiny freaking bottle of cough syrup. Uh, and then I had this disposable uh, blood pressure cuff on my arm and another thing on my finger, right? Uh, they discharged me, and I was walking out by the counter, and I looked at the guys at the desk. I had a mask on, you know, wearing a face diaper. Uh, I said, what am I supposed to do with this stuff right here? He said, well, what do you mean? I said, I've been treated like a freaking COVID patient for seven hours, and you guys don't even take this stuff off of me and throw it in the red garbage bag. You want to treat me like I'm contaminated? What am I supposed to do with this stuff? He said, you can throw it out in the garbage can out there outside the doors. I said, really? Okay. You know, if you're going to treat me like I got COVID, well, then treat me like I'm freaking contaminated. Don't have me go wipe, uh, go throw something away that I've sweated on for six hours in the garbage can outside going down the sidewalk, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I would have been better off just going to the, going to the Walmart and, and getting some Robitussin GM strength. <laughs> uh, and sleeping. I could at least have some freaking rest. But um, that's what it's about. Uh, I, I, I was meant to go there uh, to talk to this old gal and her daughter, granddaughter, whoever she was. That woman handed it back to her and said, no, I'm not signing this contract. Oh, well, they just did anyway. I said, how are we going to bill her? I, told, I looked over and I said, you can dispute that. All you got to do is say, show me a contract. Show me the contract. <clears throat> yeah, that so, lady left out of there. She's pretty pissed off at me. I don't care. <laughs> so you ready for questions? Yeah, yeah. yeah I kind of rambled right. there a little bit. That's all right. You like the Energizer <laughs> Bunny. Just turn your on and you go. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. <laughs> all right, 636 area code. Go ahead. Hey. Hey, Chris, it's me, Rob, from Missouri. 
I uh, got my lights Hi. turned off. Tur- turned off this week. I'm sitting here in the dark. Really? You yeah. Did the, uh, with the power company? Yeah, no bill or anything. They uh, the guy came to shut them off, and I said they haven't sent me a bill in months. And uh, I'm really? like, you know, go go back to your truck and call them up and uh, ask them when's the last time they sent me a bill. And uh, he came back the next day and shut it off. And they didn't tell you when was the last time they sent you a bill? They haven't told me anything like that, except they gave me an 800 number to call. So did you call them? No, I wanted to see what you thought here before I do anything. Call them and get their name. I I think they're playing a name game with me. I think they, uh, I had wrote them that letter and, uh, asked them, well, told them I was a human beneficiary and asked them to, uh, collapse the trust and send me all on ledger and off ledger assets. And, uh, I haven't heard a whimper from them since then. And I think they, uh, I think a whole lot of this commerce stuff that we get ourselves in trouble with is with the name game. Um, I heard back from the attorney general here in Missouri this week from my conditional acceptance. And uh, all I did to judges and the uh, troopers and uh, a whole lot of Missouri people. And he wrote back to my first and middle name and did not address me (laughs) by my last name. He He didn't use your family name? No, first and middle name. Wow. So I realized from that that I should have put in the uh, in the conditions that all correspondence goes to first, middle, last, uh, comma, beneficiary. So that's what I learned this yeah. week. Go ahead. Go ahead. They've already recognized. They've already recognized you as the beneficiary. Did you name the attorney general, or or did you just name them as the uh, witness? I can't remember. I just named him as a witness. I named the secretary of state and the governor, though. Okay, so then you hear back. Then then you hear back from the attorney general. Yeah, That's and what's really hey, what's he's in your pocket. That attorney yeah. general's in your pocket. Uh, you're the first person I've ever come across uh, that was contacted by an attorney general. You served wow. him as he is your witness, uh, and you've served him as that. And, and for him to contact you back, that's incredible. Uh, you're the first person. I've probably talked to, well, I've probably been involved in 30, 35 uh, conditional acceptances, including my own, and that was be- that was 15 and 16. There have been probably a hundred gone out since I started doing this six months ago, four months ago. Uh, you're the first person that I- that I've heard that was contacted by contacted by the attorney general. Uh, he's your he's your boy. He's your homie. He he told me he wasn't liable. 
Ace Edward. Yeah. I'm not, he, he agreed. Uh, yeah, man, he's agreed to be your witness, and he's contacted you. If he said yeah. anything negative at all, I would write him back and say, whoa, wait a minute, buddy. Uh, you know, you're my witness. Uh, you better get on the same freaking page. Uh, it's not yeah, going to look good when you, when you have to go in, when you're forced into their arena uh, for anything. It's not going to look good when he's signed a contract agreeing to be your witness and he's talked any kind of smack between now and then. That's not going to look good. Yeah, man, that's, that's fantastic, man. I thought he was contacting you back because maybe you had filed, seeing some people have. Some people have done conditional acceptances and filed uh, filed the claim of lien against an attorney general and also used them as a witness. But you didn't do that, and he's contacted you. That's crazy. Hey, you got uh, to call him and see if you can talk to him on the phone. He said he's not liable, and uh, none of the state officials are liable for the correspondence I sent. It was a real short letter. So oh, I could, yeah, I had a hard yeah, time yeah, seeing yeah. that as a positive, but you seem to think it's positive. Well, look, man, he is saying, he is saying, he's, what he's trying to do is write you to say that they're, that they're not liable. It's, it's not about being liable or not. They have signed contracts agreeing that they are. How can the Attorney General say they're not liable when they contractually agreed that they are? Ten days are up. I ain't heard from none of you all. None of you all wanted to meet the the conditions. Uh, Yeah, you're damn right. Every one of you are liable. And for the Attorney General to contact you and say something like that when he's supposed to be your witness to the contract, uh, yeah, I'd be like, look, me and him, me and you need to talk, buddy, because apparently you don't even know what the freaking contract is. Yeah, I uh, uh, I wrote him back and told you know. him, uh, you know, that's not how contracts work. You don't just, uh, you know, damage somebody like like those people have me, and then uh, stand up one day and start shouting, "We're not liable." That's not how it works, yeah. you know. No, it's not how it works. Not at all. Another and you ought bizarre. to know that. How in the hell did you get a job as the attorney general of, of a freaking corporate state and not know nothing about a contract? Yeah. Uh, I would have probably mentioned, hey, uh, witness to my contract, uh, you might want to read it yourself. Uh, here's the thing. What you did is you sent that uh, with, with a postal rule. For them to say it's not a contract and they're not liable is for them to turn around and say everyone that they've ever sent a freaking summons to appear wasn't liable to appear. You see where that makes sense? They can't say that it, that they're not liable because it's a contract via the postal rule. The same way you're liable to show up in court when they summons you via the postal rule. Yo, you got a contract, buddy. Uh, yeah. Instead of dicking right around, there. you guys should have been freaking trying to meet the conditions. 
It says your correspondence does not form a contract or create a legal li- any legal liabilities or obligations on the part of the state of Missouri or any agency or official of the state of Missouri. We will take no further action in response to your correspondence. I bet Yours you they do. Yours very truly. Well, I, bet you they, I bet you they respond. If you write a letter to him and say, look, if this, if this doesn't, uh, you know, based on the letter that you just read, uh, you know, if, if this isn't, then neither is your summons to appear. Yeah. How is your yeah. contract, how is your common law contract doable when you send a summons via the postal rule, certified mail return receipt, and me not? Oh, you got some magic freaking wands you can wave over those things? Uh-huh. I wrote no, him a letter and uh, copied the uh, provost marshal. You are also liable as your human entity is because you, 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 you put them in all three positions. Uh, I'm getting you as the human. I'm getting you as the trust. I'm getting you as the hat that you're wearing, whatever hat it is you're wearing. Uh, yeah, it is variable. Your contract is... Look, if it wasn't, if it wasn't, why would they write you a letter like that? They're trying to get you to, to stop doing whatever you're doing. And the fact that he just... Think about that. That letter he gave you was an offer. Now you can conditionally accept the freaking uh, attorney general of the state and then make him a witness to his own contract. <laughs> yeah, I told him. And then, uh, then, see if he, then see if he responds. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I wrote him back and told him I'm keeping the letter not as a contract, but I'm going to uh, forward it to the postmaster or the uh, – Provost Marshal General, and see if we can get him arrested and removed and replaced with someone with integrity. So, well, I don't know. They, what a freaking contract is. It doesn't sound like it. And another really bizarre but thing he didn't happened. Read it. He, didn't, he didn't read it. The one you sent him, he didn't read. Uh, if I was going to write him a letter, I would say, I would suggest uh, before you step on your dick, that you uh, read the contract yourself uh, because you've contractually agreed that you are a witness to my contract. Now, you're sending me an offer that I can conditionally accept. Uh, You you better choose your side right now, buddy. That's fantastic, though. I'm going to write that one down. That another been contacted by. Yeah. Another really bizarre thing happened, Chris. Um, a couple of weeks ago. Well, you know, I think that I've been leaning on the. Uh, oh, everybody up there at the state to give me one of those uh, entity tax exemptions. I uh-huh. probably got at least thirty hours and uh, sitting an hour and a half on hold every time I call and emails and just getting blown off and the one uh, guy even hung up on me so I wrote the governor a letter and his uh, one of his constituent services ladies here wrote me back a letter 
address to first, middle, first hyphen, middle, colon, comma, or last, comma, beneficiary addressed yeah. with the, on, on the letter and on the envelope. Yeah. So I thought they that was real positive. Yeah. Yeah, they've agreed that you're the beneficiary, which makes them the trustee. I'd have to write him back and say, now that you're in a fiduciary obligation to the trust, get me the damn tax exemption card. Trust you. Yeah. Uh, that's where they, it's uh, Yeah, it's, I'm really confused about it because they, uh, oh, this uh, guy that's head of the DOR, um, I don't think it was him. You know how they send you the letters without signing them. I got a letter from his office, I guess, that says his decision to not send me a card is final. So this says they're okay. going to refer it to the guy that already said it. I'm not getting one, so I'm really confused. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe they'll change their mind when the governor calls. Hey, uh, look at the lady that I guess it was a lady or constituent or whatever. That, call, that wrote you a letter and, and identified you as the, the beneficiary, uh, was she acting on behalf of the governor's office? Yes, it's on governor letterhead, you know, governor's letterhead and everything. Okay. So she's acting as an agent, all right? Correct. For her to admit, for her to admit and sign a, a, and, and, and post and post, a letter to you as the beneficiary, it's the same as if the government or the governors recognized you as a beneficiary. Right. I got that. That's where you're at with this tax exemption thing with the state. If this lady has recognized you as the beneficiary and to go as far as to uh, uh, address the name, she's doing it on behalf of the governor. Just like when you send uh, a judge uh, conditional acceptance and his secretary signs for it, she's acting as the agent uh, on behalf of. This lady's acting as as the governor. It's the same as the governor addressing you this letter. The governor now recognizes you as the beneficiary. If that, that being said... Uh, how can you be assessed to K Trust if you're the beneficiary? Every taxpayer is assessed to K Trust. I'm trying to get this tax exemption card. Why, Governor? Because you recognize me as the beneficiary. Therefore, I cannot be the assessed to K Trust. I can't be the trust and the beneficiary. They they about straight up have to give it to you, as as they've recognized you as the beneficiary. That's golden. That's the golden ticket right there. Right. Maybe I'll have to write him a letter. I feel kind of. Stoppers, man. So does that answer your I've, question? Um, I had one other thing here to uh, that great. I think is really interesting. Maybe more than all these others. Well, I well, if you can make it quick. All right, I had written a, a, a FOIA to the uh, state for the bond numbers. So I get uh, okay. a letter back from some lawyer that just uh, totally butchered uh, my response. 
but on the back of the uh, two or three, three, four, I guess, four-page letter he sent is a uh, requisition, demand, and agent authorization to the Honorable Governor of the State of New York. I think this is an actual warrant to uh, extradite somebody. And it took me a few minutes to figure out that it wasn't me. I think this just stuck to the back of the papers that he was uh, that he was sending me. It signed. It looks like it's got a uh, handwritten or hand stamped anyway blue signature on it from the governor and a black signature from the attorney general. Isn't that bizarre? It is. My, I've had a crazy yeah, week, yeah. man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you have, man. The only bad thing is to catch a power off, man. Uh, yeah, they did um, that to Everett, man. He went out, he went out and bought a generator. Yeah, I've, I had a generator already. But um, is there a way I can you can uh, email me your thoughts or let me know what what your opinion to do about this is without taking yeah, up more hey, time uh, on the call here. Hey, uh, send me uh, send me your 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 if you don't care. Uh, send me your phone number. Email me your phone number. And okay, and I'll call you. All right, great. You got some. You got some jewels. You got some jewels right there, man. Yeah, I'll help All right. you along with it. All right, thanks, Chris. Thanks, Todd. All right, hey, you hey, bet. Man. Okay, Thank next you. question. Next question. Hello. Yes, 407 area code. Go ahead. Hi, I'm the one that called, um, excuse me, not called. I emailed you after the call last week, and uh, I haven't gotten an answer back from Alicia. I just want to know if Chris could answer a little bit or talk to me later. Um, uh, uh, I'm the lady in Florida with the tyrant judge. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I Okay, can. so I do you have a you. question for the call, though? I'm trying to think. Yeah, I do. Um, of, uh, did... We've got, okay, my husband has did seven. You send me your, did, you send me your, did you send me your email uh, to my, uh, my uh, account? Um, no. I, I sent you an email when you had the uh, Chris Hauser email, not the Proton one. Do you want me to send you an email explaining what it all is? I did it to tab. No, I'm just trying to find your email. Is it in? Did you send it to my Gmail or did you send it to my Proton? I sent it to your Gmail, but that was uh, weeks ago or a month ago. Okay. Uh, Let me see if I can recall it right quick. Okay. Uh, and, And what's the what's the name? My name's Josie, but the mail is WootenMolly at gmail.com. Wooten? Wooten. W-O-O-T-T-O-N, Molly. W-O-O. Wooten's the last name. W-O-O. What was it? T-T-O-N. Molly, M-O-L-L-Y. That's one of my dogs. Wooten. Molly, M-O-L-L-Y. Molly. 
Uh-huh. Let me see here. I'm going to search it and see. I didn't get it. W-O-O-D-T-O-N. It's um, William, Oscar, Oscar, Tom, Tom, Oscar, Nancy. Oh, okay. uh, Mary, Oscar. Okay, hold on. Okay. Okay, I got you right here. All right, so do you have a question I'm, for the call? I was just going to ask if I can talk to Chris about it because um, we've got to do something. <laughs> okay, so we'd like to restrict questions to be the, the mm-hmm. questions that everybody can learn from, not to make appointments. No, it isn't. Mom. That's what my question was. Um, how do you deal with okay. a What's tyrant that keeps... I mean, they follow me. They stop me at Walmart and ask me stuff. The sheriffs do. They, My car's tagged. Oh, yeah. I've gotten five tickets yeah, in the last six video, months. I haven't had a ticket in you 20 years. You sent me a video, didn't you? I'm sorry? You sent me a video, didn't you? No. You didn't? Mm-mm. M-O-L-L-Y. I don't know why it's not why it's not showing the reason. So, I can send you another email if you want. Um, so who's just, following you? Yeah, send me a, department. send it to uh, send me an email to my uh, my C A Hauser at Proton. Okay. It's C A H. Okay, those are all caps. Uh-huh. Charlie Alpha Hotel. A U S E R, all in lowercase. Okay. At protonmail.com Okay, thank you, Chris. <clears throat> then I'll get it right tonight. As soon as I hang up, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll look at okay. it. But, I mean, everybody else needs so they're, to... They're, are they ghosting you? They're ghosting you and they're harassing you? And um, they also, when we went to court last year, they had this... We fired our attorneys after $44,000 because they didn't do a damn thing. We went every month. They were drawn out of our trust. My husband has seven different spellings of his name of cases. They've got me for three. Um, they had a court room. I was supposed to have a trial that day we didn't know about. We asked him for a valid oath of office. He has one that is expired by a, a year, the stamp is, and other things. They threw my husband out of court, escorted him out. I refused to proceed if he couldn't prove that he had jurisdiction and authority over me. So after the third time I said it, they escorted me out. And then they proceeded with the case against us, cases against us. And it goes on. Yeah. I mean, it's, the neighbors were filming us and their government employees, and they were listening to everything we said. The neighbor on the other side said they um, had these cameras pointed at my back door over a, over an eight-foot problem. So it sounds to me like they're just harassing you now. They are. They are harassing me. So I'll just explain in detail then, and yeah, I mean, we're in yeah, our... explain in the deep. Yeah, oh, let yeah. me know what's going on, so we're not taking up a lot of time on the talk. Okay, shift. I will. I'll send and, you. Uh, a... oh. Yeah, it sounds to me like y'all need to conditionally accept them. Uh, but Every look, person... y'all, uh, people need to start getting together and forming these these grand juries in every county. 
every county. This started uh, we can April the 13th of 2020. Jury. They swatted us at 8.30, 8 o'clock in the morning, Friday the 13th. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. More than likely, it's about any time between daylight and about 8 or 9 o'clock. Then they swatted us the in the bank next year. It wasn't over. They did it again. When the, the line bastards that live next door, that moved because nobody in the neighborhood would talk to them. They so swatted us in the bank again and arrested us again. Yeah. What is it they're trying to do to do do with all of what they're doing? I don't I, money. I don't know. But there's he's got seven court cases. I've got three. They're all closed, but one. But so I'm now. The, I can't travel anywhere. Case? I can't. You know. What are the charges? What are the charges on the one case that isn't closed? The main thing was the it was cyber stalking, and at that time my husband could barely log on to a PC. That was a felony, and then they lowered it to a, a misdemeanor. Felon, a uh, cyber, uh, uh, cyber stalking. Cyber stalking. Yeah. Mm. And they're the one so that camera. It was being written about someone, and they reported you. Uh, or, uh, or was that all set up too? It was all set up. We had a dispute over them poisoning our shrubs. They even documented who came to our house, what they looked like, how old they were, if they had a bag. They would go behind the car and take pictures of the license tag of the vehicle because my husband, one of his friends, is a Jamaica guy, and he's a black man of this age. He had a limp. It's all in 16 pages of stuff that they put in there to get them to press charges. And now they've what they call sanitize the files, it's all cut back to like a few pages, but I have the original copies. Okay. Hey, uh, uh, go ahead and send me the email, okay? And, okay, uh, I will. <coughs> Tad, uh, um, Alicia is wanting you to unmute her. So uh, whatever, you know, she's probably, uh, probably got something important to about this woman's situation. Well, and we need somebody local to Why is to Alicia help. telling you and not me? Well, she sent the message to me. She probably says if you're busy, I don't know. Well, I... Either that or I'm quicker to uh, answer the... Would you get yours by uh, email or or uh, are you getting text? Does she text you? You've got to hit star six. Yeah, send, oh, too, in the middle that, of the, email. We'll, one of the court cases, um, the judge came out late, and he gave us an amended copy of his oath of office, which was still wet. The ink was still wet on the paper because it was heavy. And yeah, see? Yeah, it's just fraud. I mean, pure fraud. <coughs> okay. Well, well uh, okay. Go ahead and send me an email, and, uh, and we'll... We'll get, I'll get with you in the next day or so, and we'll, I'll get more detail into what it is that's going on, and I'll help you all along what you do. Thank you. Uh, generally, when you hit them with a the conditional acceptance, they'll really want to mess with you. But Well, they're uh, doing a pretty good job know, of it that's now. That's the only so. way you can... Yeah. Uh, well, if it's all over now, then uh, all you got to do now is go after them for the money that they owe you for all the freaking bullshit that they've done. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Send me the email. So okay, I will. I'm trying to and hang un- on. Hang. Okay. I'm trying and to hang unmute on. Alicia, but 
She's not Hang on to the call tonight. Stay on the call tonight so you can hear. Okay, for me not to hang up then. This is. Yeah, go ahead. No, don't hang up. Just, uh, just go ahead and, and you probably have to mute her. I guess that I don't know. I don't know anything. Nope, about she's not on the phone, so I can't. Okay. Police is not on the phone. Nope. She's got my right. contact okay. information. She's got, I, she's I, got your number. I sent her okay. an email right. uh, or a text message on Wednesday. Cause okay. All right. You guys connect, and we got to go on to somebody else. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, look, y'all. The only way we're the only way we're going to get anything done in this country is for for people to start stepping up and uh, creating these these uh, new grand juries. Uh, there'll be constitutional grand juries. The grand juries that they have now that these pricks are getting indictments for, all they got to do is go in there and tell them what they want. These grand juries that are out here right now, they just do what they're told. They don't look at the evidence. Uh, the prosecutor says, we want to do this to these guys, and they, they freaking rubber stamp it, okay? Uh, we, need, we need constitutional grand juries in this country uh, to disband the bullshit grand juries that they have. Uh, everybody is going to have to start getting involved. If we're going to change this, you're going to have to get involved. Uh, and this is bullshit the way that these, that these so-called legal systems work, yeah. uh, how they're scamming people. It's time for an end, and you're going to have to start doing more than walking around with a freaking protest sign. Okay. Next question. <clears throat> 813 area code. Go ahead. All right. Hi, Chris. Um, this is Diana in Florida again. Um, I was getting ready to mail out my paperwork um, that I was asking you about last week. And when I had my uh, friend of mine, one of my our comrades was going over it, we discovered some discrepancies because we were saying, she, she and I were both going like, okay, well, this is what I got. And I said, well, this is what I got. So, here we go. Two two dots and <laughs> two I's a dot and two T's to cross here. On the 1096 in box, uh, mm-hmm. because I'm the trustee in this trust action, and so when I'm filling out the paperwork on on the 1096, I I don't have an EIN because I'm, I'm it's just me offering a, a product service for you her. You use your own her. security number. Right, but the question you, is, does it go in box one or box two of the 1096? Are you there? Hold on a second. Hang on, just yeah, give me just a second, okay? Okay, sure. Uh, in the ten ninety six. Uh, in the ten ninety six. In. You want to know where the the number, where the social security number goes, right? Right. Yeah. Is it box one or two for me to put my social security number? Okay. It says, look, it says employer. Yeah, it'll be box two. Box one is employer identification number. Okay. Right. Yeah. That would right. be if you were a business, it would be a business ten. It would be the business's TIN. Well, like I know some social. 
Well, like some sole proprietors use their social security number for the EIN, and I think that's where the confusion was um, uh, as to, but like in my case, what's that? Where the confusion is at is it, say you're having a dealership do it, okay? If you're having a dealership do it, you're going to have a name of a person to contact, which is going to be whoever is going to be the one that's going to get the funds. But you're going to have a business TIN or an EIN, and then the person who would be name of person to contact and the name of uh, the name of the email, right? Their right. social security number would go down in box two. Therefore, if you're doing okay. this and you're not a business, you would leave box one blank, and then box two would be where you put your social security number or the social security okay. number that's attached to your trust. Okay, awesome. Okay, that's uh, that's what I wanted to verify because that's what I had thought. Okay, so okay. Um, the second okay. question is um, to double check on uh, on the same form, the 1096. Um, I'm I'm going to be the trustee, so my title would be trustee, right? On on the title. On the, well, when you sign Next, it. Right. No, you're you're the trustee just because you're not the beneficiary. Right, okay. Okay. Because uh, the reason being is because when I get to the 1040V, I'm the beneficiary on the 1040V, right? Yeah. Or no? Check it out. Okay. You're going to be, uh, you're a beneficiary of your own trust, right? So think about it right. this way. You put your Social Security number uh, down, okay? Right. And you put your name down. That's going to make you a beneficiary because you are of the a funds that are coming. Yeah, the funds that are coming. Okay. Okay. Uh, because the funds are coming out of her trust with the, from the ten ninety six or the ten ninety nine a. That's correct. That's correct. It's okay. Coming out of her, the funds are coming out. They're going to know this. The ten ninety nine a has her her social security number on. Right. And right. she's endorsed back with the with the beneficiary signature. They're going to mm-hmm. know you're a beneficiary too, because your social okay. security number is down. Gotcha. All okay. Right? That all right. That's good. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Now one final thing is on the OID. Um, we were confused on. We went back and forth on the box one and box eight because last week you told me to leave one box one blank and fill in the amount of, of my purchase order on in box eight, but. She had, like, and even when you did your example, you showed to put the PO amount in box one. So we're trying to figure out what the difference is. Why Why would you have me leave uh, box one blank? Because what amount actually goes in box one? Okay, I'm going to explain that, okay? I'm going to explain every bit of that to you all right now, okay? Okay. <clears throat> when you read the instructions on filing the OID, okay, you're, at, mm-hmm. you're working as the trustee, okay? Uh, you may have, you may do more, you may do this more than once in a year. Uh-huh. Right. But this is going to be your first time doing this, correct? Right. Okay. That's right. When, it, when you're, it's your first time doing it for the year, you're going to put the amount in box eight and you're going to leave box one a zero, okay? Okay. okay. Now, say you turn around and you do this for someone else or you do this for your friend again. It's mm-hmm. going to be the second time this year that you've used this document 
right? So for the purchase the second time, you're going to put the amount in box A. But up at the top, you're going to put the total of the first one you did and the total of the the one you're doing now. Okay, so it's accumulating in the year. Right. If it's the same year, okay? Oh, okay. You're going to do this. If you do this ten times in one year, you're going to tally up. Every time you do this, you're going to tally up the total amounts of the ones that you've done for this year. Okay. But you're going gotcha. to leave it blank the very first time. That's why I said leave, okay. leave box one open. When you all read the instructions of these documents that you're filling out, it's going to tell you to do it this way. Okay. Okay. It says in All the right. instructions for the OID that you have to do this the first time you you leave that box one blank, and every time after that, it basically it's a combined total of the ones that you've done. That right. way, when okay. the, when the stuff hits the treasury, they go, oh, this lady's done this. Uh, a bunch of times this year, and they can actually go back and pull up your number and make sure that those numbers of every one that you've done for the year jive uh, what they say on box one. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep, absolutely. And just one short, short, short question is, what's the difference between on on the uh, the boxes where we have a zero with a line through it and the boxes where you have us put zero dot zero zero? Why is the difference in those numbers? Here's the difference. Uh, If you remember in high school on the number line where you had positive and negative numbers, Mm -hmm. the middle number was a zero, right? Right. That middle number uh, is a a designator, right? It's not a number at all, remember? Oh, okay. It goes infinite. Numbers will go infinitely close to it but never touch it from the positive mm-hmm. and the negative side. That's because that zero is that zero with a line through it is not a number. Mm-hmm. But if you okay. put zero point zero zero, that's a dollar amount. Okay. All right. It's a dollar that's, amount of nothing. Okay. That's why All right. I do Th- that. those were just questions we were throwing out I at each other and putting that in every box that requires a, a field to be filled instead of putting an amount. Like, you're not a taxpayer. Right. Okay? Uh, so when it says uh, uh, the, the the amount of, of taxes owed, uh, you're it's not going to pay Yeah. You're yeah. Gonna, okay. yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. All right. Thanks a lot, Chris. I appreciate it. This paper is going out tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. You guys have a good night. Thank you. Yeah, be blessed. Okay. Next question, 816. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I'm in Missouri, and I'd like to know where the other caller in Missouri is. Um, uh, I had asked a, a few weeks ago that I had mentioned that I had sent out some 1099s in 2018 or 19, and I have the forms now. And I never heard anything back from them, by the way, 
according to the instructions. I filled them out according to the information I had at that time and um, was doing them with someone who um, had done them once before under the same instructions who got some result, but um, I didn't get anything. And at that time, I didn't, I couldn't answer your question because I didn't have in front of me, as I do now, my completed form. So uh, can you maybe answer some questions by how I filled it out and tell me why I never heard anything? You did say that um, if we keep copy B, they don't have anything to send back to us. And yeah, I did keep copy B. Yeah, you won't be noticed. But nevertheless, I never got any money. I never saw any um, effect on the utilities that I used it on. Okay, so you used 1099A. And did you send it in? I can, did you act as the trustee? I can barely hear you all, all the time, Chris, um, uh, most okay. of the time. let me ask you this. Uh, did you send the 1099A uh, with a remit or with a remittance letter to the power company? No, I sent the 1099A to. Um, I I sent them to. Let's see, where does it say it's to send them to? I sent it to. I guess the the utility company um, says copy C for lender. Um, where do, where are you usually supposed to send them to? It says that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to figure out. You pulled copy B out and then you sent them A and C right to the power company. Uh, right, and I have of course the copies of mm-hmm. the the originals that I sent out. And like, okay. for example, in this one, Kansas City, Kansas City Power and Light, you, uh, copy uh, C, I sent it to them as with the borrow, as the borrower and uh, their street address and the account number. The description of the property in box six, I put credit used on utility account. And on mm-hmm. five, it says if checked, the borrower was personally liable for repayment of the debt. Uh, I have you that check. Checked, right? Well, is that proper? When you check box five, when you check box five, you're agreeing to pay it back. So those instructions right. were wrong in that. Yeah, well, you're breaking up. Here's the thing: you're borrowing from your own account. So if you check box five, you're expected to pay it back. You're going to pay it back. Whenever you're the borrower borrowing from the treasury, which is really borrowing from your trust, you don't want to check box five because you don't want to pay back money that belongs to you. Well, the borrower shows us. I have shown here the borrower is Kansas City Power and Light. And so when I check box five, if checked, the borrower was. This is the okay. 1099A. So when you did the 1099A, 
here's what you did. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, you used the treasury as the lender, and you used the power company as the borrower, right? I show myself as the lender in their all caps name. Okay, that's what's with my uh, with the lenders T I N my social security with it written for you know the first two digits four nine dash and the rest of it all without any dashes or anything in it. Okay, here's what you did. You you were the lender. And you put your you put your social security number down in the the lender's tin. Then yes, you put but the not, power company not, down. No, I, I didn't put my I didn't write my social security number the way you write a social security number. I wrote it with the first two digit same dash. Number. Yeah, same number but written differently. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter. If you put the dashes in there, or you put the one dash after two, or you don't put any dashes at all, the numbers. The numbers. Okay, I, uh, I was so told that was significant. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who you who who you, get, who you learned this from, but uh, this is why what you're explaining to me is why I tell people that it's not working for them because you cannot be the lender. Right, you cannot be the lender. The treasury okay. has to be the lender because they hold the title to your property, which is the money that's in the Social Security account. So the lender is always the treasury, and you use their TIN number, and the borrower is always you, always you. And then you borrowing from the mind. trust they created for me. Yeah, you're that borrowing what? from your trust, and you're acting as the beneficiary because when you put the name down in the borrower's box, the name of the borrower, you use your last name or your family name, and then you put comma beneficiary. Then you turn it over, and you identify yourself again with the wet signature as the beneficiary. Look at you all. Listen to this, okay? And, and tell me if this makes sense. If I was to uh, do like you say, ma'am, and I was to make myself the lender from a beneficiary account, right, to lend out money from my account to whoever I wanted to, and you can't do that because you're a beneficiary. Well, that would be the trustee. Is that right? Only the lender can do stuff like that. I mean, only the trustee can work a trust, trust that way. But when you put yourself in the lender's position, you're letting people borrow money out of your account as the beneficiary, and that's trust fraud. That's trust fraud. That's why you have to let them be the ones. And by putting your Social Security account down, you're making a trust action. And by labeling yourself as the beneficiary and then signing as the beneficiary, you're giving them the option to loan the money out to you. You're not asking them for it. You're giving them the, uh, the, the, the power to be a trustee and do, do, do what the, the beneficiary needs, okay? And so it's up to them. It's up to them whether they lend you the money or not. 
it's in their best interest to do it because if the beneficiary needs the house, needs the light bill, needs the car, why not? Okay? So think about it this way. If you're doing it the way you're talking about, and, and, and I wanted to pay my light bill, and I put myself in as the lender, and I put the power company in as the light bill, or for the light bill, as the borrower, they're borrowing money from me. So if I check box five, then they're the ones that have to pay it back to the trust. Do you think the power company is going to want to pay back money? Say that again. They're not going to want to pay the money back. They want the payment. That would be like writing the power company a check saying, here's the check. But as soon as you cash it, you got to put it back into my account. There's no logic in that. I don't know, ma'am, where you are in that, but since I started teaching the 1099A process, I have told this time and time again. You are always the borrower. The beneficiary is always the borrower. And the lender is always the treasury, always. There's no other... Treasury is always the... the, Did you say the treasury is always... Yeah, here's what, here's what is always the lender. Right. You're breaking the up. I, is the, okay. If, if I heard. You've done it like this. Chris. The lender is always, yeah. Go you ahead. hear me? Go ahead. The lender is always the treasury, and the borrower is always the beneficiary or you. If it's your Social Security number on there, then you are the borrower. You never check box five unless, of course, you want to pay back the money. I don't want to pay back the money. Mine. Uh, if you would have done it, if you would have done it like that, and then wrote the letter to the to the power company, the the uh, remittance letter, like you would with the coupon. Send them the coupon and the 1099A. Here, here's twice the money in this bill. Uh, then you would have had a re- you would have got a response. They looked at that 1099A and said, "I don't know what's up with this, uh, but there's no damn way I'm going to accept this money. I'm not going to borrow the money from the customer to pay the light bill and then turn around and pay it back." Uh, that's probably why you didn't get anything. Okay, uh, and I they, I pulled up and and tried you know went through reading the um, the OID um, their uh, the IRS publication twelve twelve guide to original issue discount OID instruments and I tried to understand through that, which I probably could have understand, but I understood that I had this other information and I couldn't reconcile the two. So, And this was after I had done this because when I was told about it, I was down to the wire of doing it for that year. And I wanted to try it and see what would happen. So, Yeah, I hear, um, I hear you. A lot of folks just... Uh, and that's okay. This is trial and error. Uh, yeah. If it doesn't work one way, try it another. 
Uh, okay. At least you're trying. You know what yeah, I'm so do you, do, you, do you have somewhere a, uh, like from uh, start to finish how to do these things and for different situations? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to share this with you all right now. That's a good, this is a good time to do it. I did it last night on the live. Uh, if you all want to go, this is for people that are green. Okay, if you just heard about the straw man last night, uh, this is where you want to go. Uh, it's legalibus.com. Legal, what was the second part? Uh, it's, it's legal, L-E-G-A-L-I, as in Indian, B-U-S, .com. That I is in victory, U.S.? No, B, B, B as in boy. I, B as in boy, U.S. That's dot right. com? Uh, yeah, dot com. That's set up uh, to get your head wrapped around all this if you didn't any, know anything. Another thing, too, y'all, get on Tad's website. Get on Ted's Yeah, I've gone there. Ted's, I've, Ted's website's got a wealth of information on it. Uh, a wealth of information. Uh, it's a great, great source for, for uh, getting this stuff, getting your head wrapped around this stuff, uh, especially if you're a little more for a little while. Are you breaking up pretty bad, uh, Chris? Yeah, I do. I do from time to time. <laughs> yeah. I wish the congestion uh, in my chest would break up. <clears throat> uh, by the way, I, I'll email you because I can help you put an end to what you're experiencing on um, uh, in within 24 hours. You'll get total relief. So uh, that's yeah, that's my fear. Right. <laughs> okay, All so right, I got so Thank you. There's Thank there's one much. other question. Wait a minute. There's one other question. Make it quick, please. Uh, yeah. So um, because of a, a crash that I was involved in and lost a bunch of my teeth, I have about seventy thousand dollars worth of dental. How can I can I get that? How can I get that paid out of the trust? What process do I look at, or what? And what do I? Where do I go? Ask the ask the ask the, ask the, the billing the billings people if they would accept the ten ninety nine a as payment to pay in full. Hell, I'll even tack on fifty five percent for your trouble. That's, um, the, that's the best way to do that. And, uh, I know they're uh, going to say, yeah, "What's that?" <laughs> well, learn about it then. Uh, learn about what it is you're doing. <clears throat> you could also do the coupon. Have them send you a statement with a coupon. Uh, do the remittance letter with the statement and the coupon. Uh, learn it. Learn about it. Uh, is that on your not- website, Ted? Yeah, Ted's got. Uh, I'm pretty sure you do, don't you, Ted? Uh, do I have what again? Didn't I didn't I send you all the 
All the uh, I thought I did. I don't know. Did I send you all the the, the uh, conditional acceptances and stuff yeah. I've written? Yeah, it's in the documents yeah. download. Yeah, it's in the documents download. Just look for remittance letter. It's in the membership area. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I have the link to Chris's documents download. Give me a moment here. Members index. But that's that's where. Yeah. Uh, wait. 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 Documents download into crap. Son of a gun. Uh, All right, well, for right now, I'm not quite sure how to get to them because the links aren't working, and I was not aware of that. But they are there. We just got to fix these links. That's all. Okay, I appreciate yeah, I thought, it. I thought I should call that. Be here not too long ago. And okay. uh, all right. Chad or Chris, uh, which will one of you be willing to be a connector between me and the the man from Missouri? If I send my, uh, you know, send you an email with that brief information. Request. I just happen to have his email. Send it to me. But I really don't want to get in the... I'm not here to be a matchmaker. But <laughs> I just happen to have his email, so if you send it to me, I'll pass it on. Okay, thank yeah. you. God okay, bless. all right, thank you. Next question. Um, 240, go ahead. Two four zero, you've been unmuted. Area code two four zero, please. Did you mute your phone? Did you did you accidentally mute your phone? Two four zero eight five zero. Hello. There we go. Okay. Okay. I got a question. You know how um I just want to know, how does common law apply to black people? Is it just for white people or just for everybody? Yeah, it depends. Uh, <clears throat> I've said it in the video that uh, I have some definitions. The common law is for the common. It's, it's common. It's for everybody. It really is. Um but what I what I was referring to in the video was where it came from, where common law came from in England, <laughs> and that uh, you know that it was made for Anglo America, Anglo Anglo Saxon. Uh, but it's really for everybody. Common law is for everybody. Uh, okay, and yeah, just to it, tie it, that into my next, like my question. I wanted to know, like, mm-hmm. for black people, you know, like, we know, like, lawyers are officers of the court. It's, they're not really legitimate. Mm-hmm. And most of, like, the yeah. prison is filled with black people, right? And you know how, like, Karen's yeah, call black, the like, cops on black people on a wimp. Like, what, like, how do we fight against that as a black person? Like, what rights do we have to use 
just having cops called on us just for being black or just existing. Well, Do you have any advice or anything you can point to that can help yeah, in this situation? Yeah, yeah I do. <clears throat> Absolutely. Look, folks, uh, you have no rights in the in the corporate state. You have no rights. Not the rights that you think you have. You do not have constitutional rights in the corporate state. Uh, the only place that you have constitutional rights at is in the federal courts. There's where your constitutional rights apply. That's how they get away with what it is that they're doing. Uh, look, uh, the only way, if you start talking to these cops, I don't care if you're a brown person or a white person or a yellow person or a green person, uh, the cops do not freaking... Uh, 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 recognize any of that. You don't have any rights. You don't. Uh, the only rights you have are the rights that the Creator gave you. And if you don't know what they are, then you don't have them even. Uh, but look, the only way we're going to change this system and to get this crap to stop is to stand up and unite and create these jury, uh, jural assemblies. Uh, these freaking cops are going to keep doing what the government tells them to do as long as these de facto grand juries are out here freaking telling them it's okay to do it. Uh, it isn't until we take back our country. Too many people for too many generations have laid around and, and been satisfied with uh, letting the government do everything and tell them how everything needs to go for so long that they're stealing everything we've got. Uh, you've got to rise up, folks. You've got to rise up. Yeah, uh, Yeah. like for me, I've always wanted to be like a lawyer growing up, and I was thinking to study, but, you know, I found your video and, like, I learned a lot of stuff. So, like, for somebody like me, like, what advice would you give me, somebody who wants to practice in law? Because I know I can be, like, a counselor and help people, but, like, you know, like, what advice would you give me as somebody who's trying to learn okay. the law and stuff like that? Okay. Well, let me ask you, are you honest? Very honest. <laughs> Uh, then law is wrong for lawyers is the wrong profession to get into. Uh, so I do you want to go? Do you ever want to have a chance to get into heaven? Well, then when I say, I'm sorry, I said that yeah. I wanted to become a lawyer I before it. I knew the things that's going yeah. on. So I want to do the right thing by defending people but not in their jurisdiction yeah. in the way they do. That's what I meant. Yeah. Well, that's that's only going to happen until we get rid of the, the de facto uh, executive legislative freaking court system. Uh, there's nothing judicial about any court in the state of Tennessee. Not even the Supreme Court of Tennessee is judicial. Uh, we have to get rid of those. Uh, you know, if you want to be a lawyer, if you want to, if you really want to be a lawyer, uh, study the law of the Look, Torah. I want to practice law. Uh, that's what I want to do because that's where my heart is. I want to help people. Yeah, but now that yeah. I know all this stuff, it's kind of like, it. you know, 
it's kind of like my own. Yeah, I, the best thing you, you can do is join, join or start an assembly. That's just my opinion. Because I live in Maryland. I actually look like. Do what? I live in Maryland. Do they have one in Maryland? I think they do. They probably they got them in most states. They really do. Uh, they might not be. Uh, they might not be fully assembled. Uh, but this is going on all over the United States, folks. Um, they're the only they're the the real the only real option that I see. Uh, I know that there's some negative stuff about you know I, everybody's told me a little bit of something about everything, uh, but they're the only ones that I've seen out there uh, that are willing to go to bat. Uh, you know, you can walk down the street with a sign all you want. You can walk circles around the courthouse with a sign all you want. Uh, but you're never, you we're never going to change anything if we're not ready to uh, pick up and, 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 and actually physically do something if that's what it takes uh, to do that. And when that time comes, then maybe a, being a lawyer might not be a bad idea. Uh, but you're not going to make money at it like they do now because there's not going to be the greed, corruption, and the, you know, at the, at the, at the vast level that it is now. Uh, so, like I'm what, facing, uh, it, it, I understand you? right now, like I'm facing like um, discrimination at my workplace and it's like I wanted to hire an attorney, but then, I came across your videos and like I'm hesitant to do so because they say that you can beat your own case, but like this is all very new to me. So it's like, mm-hmm. like what advice would you give? Like, like what should I do in this case to help me in this situation? Yeah, well, dim- discrimination is wrong. I don't care where it's at. Um, in the workplace, it's really bad. Uh, we've we've had to we've had to learn as a society, uh, you know, not to do that stuff. Uh, and a lot of people uh, don't realize; they may not even realize they're doing it uh, because it's so embedded into the fibers of our our nation. Uh, yeah. Uh, there are a lot of folks out there that can help you get in the get going in the right direction with what it is you're doing. If you're if you're willing to step up, and uh, but look, it's dangerous. Um, I've stepped up. I stepped up and I got locked up. Um, <clears throat> you gotta you gotta really be careful what you're doing. Uh, you gotta be willing to. Uh, Get locked up. Uh, you got to be willing to. You got to be willing to do what you got to do for the cause. Um, but there's uh, there's folks out here that uh, uh, send me an email and, te- and, uh, and just saying that you're. Uh, I have early. sent you an email before. I did ask if okay. you have any advice on, but you haven't replied to me yet. So. I will send it to you again. My name is okay. Elizabeth, by the well, way. That, that so, Mike. 
Was that in, was that, was that in Proton? No, that was not in Proton. Was that that was your Gmail account. Okay. No, that was your Gmail account. Okay. If that's been a little while, that got hit here about two weeks ago. So I had to create another account. Uh, so should I send it to you on account. your Proton email? Yeah, if you would do that and, and just, uh, you know, put in the subject, uh, Marilyn, you know. Uh, okay, let me send you can give me your email. And I will, I, will, I will get you in contact with some folks that can probably help you out and lead you, at least lead you in the right path. Please, that would be very great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And just one more thing before. Um, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say send it to me tonight because I'm going to look at them. I'll look at them as soon as we hang up. I'll look at these emails I got okay. tonight, and and I'll yeah. at least star them so that I can I don't lose them in a scroll of a bunch of emails, you know. Because you guys would not okay. believe how many silly emails I get. Uh. I'm sure you're you know, very busy, man. I, I really do appreciate you for all you do. We really do appreciate you. If nobody has yeah. told you, I really, I'm really grateful that I found you. Thanks for everything that you're doing. You don't have to do that, but you take the time to do this, and it's very, it's yeah, very, well, very we helpful. We all got to get together. We all got to get yeah. together, man. Yeah. You know, I spent, I, I spent a lot of time with some brown people. And uh, I've done it my whole life. I was in school with brown people, and I was in in the military with brown people, and I was in the uh, the, the the prison system with brown people. And uh, I'll tell you what, man, y'all's fight. Uh, I've heard some incredible stories, man. Uh, <clears throat> but it's time to step up. Uh, yeah. You're only going to get like, out I am very, if you're willing to. I'm yeah. very, like, determined to fight, but, like, I don't know where because I feel like I need a lot of counsel because this is very new to me. I'm also very young. So it's, mm-hmm. like, taking this information in is, like, surreal, and nobody really believes you because we all live in this matrix. And I feel like I found you for a reason because, you know, I think about yeah. all this stuff that is going on. And it just doesn't make any sense. And for me to find your videos, to see, you know, that we are all under this crazy, you know, barriers mm-hmm. that they've built up for us to not, to fail. Yeah. Like, it's wild. It's yeah. really crazy. This is and a, something about the social security. About, pardon me? Something about the social security. I wanted to ask you something about the social security number. When you change it, okay. your social security. Security, um, you know how everybody's social security is connected to like a trust, like you said. Does it change when you change mm-hmm. your, your social security number? Like, what happens to that number or no. the trust? Does it go away no. or no? They just, just, they just, no they what just, happens? They just transfer it. They just transfer it from one to the other. If you get a new social security account, they're going to take the funds from your old one, put them in your new one, probably add some more to it. But look, man. What's going on isn't a black thing and a white thing. It isn't a poor thing and a rich thing. It's about a free thing and a slave thing. Uh, and yeah. we're all slaves. Yeah. We are all slaves. Uh, and, and it's this time 
It's 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 all of us that are being oppressed by the government that mm-hmm. we created. Uh, it's like it's like having our own children oppress us and, and enslave us. Uh, that's what this yeah. is really about. Now the government wants you to think it's a democratic, a Democrat and Republican thing, or a black and white thing, or a rich and a poor. It's got nothing to do with that. They are trying to divide us. What we need to do is stop bullshitting around, get together, and, and, and do something together. I'm telling you right now, I, I know some uh, brown people down here in Hillbilly, Tennessee, that are riding around with rebel flags because uh, they know. They know that, that what, what's really going on. Uh, I know some some brown folks, man, that are more country than a lot of these white folks that I know around here. Uh, they get it. Uh, I was in the military in the 80s with some brown dudes. And I'm going to tell you what, most of them, well, a lot of them anyway, they got it. They, they understood that they're trying to separate us. Uh, they did it in the military. They worked in, in, in the 80s and 70s and the 80s, and there's still segregation, even when it's not yeah. allowed, even when they're not. Uh, it, it wasn't allowed in the, in, the, in, in the late 80s, you know. But when we went clubbing on, you know, on a Friday night, all the white guys got together and went to white clubs, and black guys got together and went to black clubs. You didn't hang out. You didn't party with each other. You worked with each other, and you you sat in the same foxholes and everything. But they still tried to segregate us. Uh, those days are over. Uh, those days are over. Those days are long gone. We need to realize who it is that's actually the enemy, uh, and what it is that they're trying to do. They're slick. They're conniving. Uh, we're starting to see through all that. But, uh, yeah, so send me that email tonight, and I will get you in contact with some gals uh, that will straight hook you up. Okay. Can you please um, give me your email so that I have that down? Okay. It's capital C, as in Charlie, capital A, as mm-hmm. in Alpha, capital H, as in Hotel, lowercase A-U-S-E-R, at proton.com, protonmail.com. Proton Mail. And what should the subject line be? Yeah. Uh, pardon me? Um, you I said, you said Maryland. the subject line. You're, you're okay. from Maryland, right? If, you don't, if yeah. you don't care to share your email address, there's a few folks on here right now that would that would straight email you something right now. I, I can't give my email. That's not a problem. Okay. If you okay. To so it's, on phone call right now, if, it's gonna be hey. It's gonna be on a recording. Anybody can access for ten years at least. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> But if you have any useful information you can give, I'm I'm open to it. So um, it yeah, is just, just going to be long. Me, so just send, just just send me yours, and I'll uh, I'll pass it on to those. Okay. Okay, that's fine. I'll All do right. that. 
Okay. Thank, Thank you very, very much. Okay, so our next caller is 612 area code. Go ahead. Hi, Chris and Tad. This is Peggy Stitzinger. Um, hey, I Peggy. Just, hey, hey, Peggy. I, hey, still working on my cousin to help her out with getting the property, still waiting for the trust funds to come in. So um, anytime now, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Um, I yeah, had great. a, yeah, I had a harebrained idea is um, r- wanting to run it by you. Uh, you know, when a uh, property is closed, it's usually a promissory note and then a mortgage. Well, on the promissory note, mm-hmm. of course, they have a, some type of bond, but I'm trying to figure out how to approach an insurance company to uh, word it as such that, well, trust funds are coming, and is there a way to insure, uh, put an insurance policy or insurance bond of some sort to guarantee that so the closing can happen for the seller and then once the trust funds come in, give it to the insurance company. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that's a, I don't know, sort of a, well, no, I'd take an awful big one. Um, yeah. Uh, you, you could, uh, I'm sure they would want some money to do that, to, to hold some kind oh, of, yeah. Of that. Uh, yeah, that's probably, that's probably doable if you could, uh, then you'd probably have to put a little something down to get the policy straight. But <clears throat> what we're doing, Peggy, is uh, uh, we're having people actually act as brokers. They're not brokers. Uh, hold, it pretty much act as trustees to hold money in an escrow type of account. Um yeah. Then if the if the if the people want to bail out on the contract, the money's still coming into an account. Uh, not like one of y'all's uh, the insurance or the uh, realtor kind of uh, escrow stuff, uh, where they got to send it back when it does come in if the people don't want to sell the house, or they decide they're going to sell it to someone else. Uh, or this is a different kind of setup for that. Um, what you would do uh, in a case like that is you would open a beneficiary account. You don't have to be a, a, a broker to do that. You can open up a beneficiary account, and on the 8888, you put the information in it for the money to go to that account. Once it got to that account, you could dole it out for the property you're buying. Uh, if they bail on the contract or for whatever reason, you're still going to have the funds in there. And it would be up to the trustee whether or not to send them back. Uh, that's where we're going with this. Uh, we're working on a, I'm working with a couple of different folks right now that are setting up their own type of process. Now, I'm sure you could do the same if you sat, sat down and thought about it. <clears throat> you're you're just over in around Asheville somewhere, aren't you? I'm over in Minnesota. You, you can't oh, tell okay. by how I uh, how I'm talking. No, I was thinking. I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> uh, it seemed like I had a. Uh, it seemed like I had a. There was a Peggy sent me an email. She was just over in Asheville, and I kind of got the crust up. I was thinking, dang, okay. Peggy's no. right over here in Asheville. 
I yeah, can meet no, her. I is... can meet her. Freaking. Yeah. Yeah, it would be great to yeah, have coffee I rem- or yeah, something. But no. Yeah, it had to do with my cousin yeah. and that. Um, yeah, but, yeah, I remember yeah, you no, saying you're up in Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. So I have a beneficiary account. I'm her trustee, and I have that all yeah. set up, just waiting for the funds. It's just a matter of, like, my question of try to do some <clears> creative what, thinking outside those, the box. Yeah. It's going to be funny when those funds come in, you guys go down there and buy that house that they that they freaking bogged out on there. Oh, I know. That would be funny. Yeah. Or, or at least yeah, have the exactly. funds. Exactly. You know, we we got the money right here. We got some money right here to yep. buy this. But you know what? See, now you guys are assholes. Uh, have a good day. Yeah. Go find exactly. something else. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, oh, uh, yeah. There's a yeah, more, story, more story yeah. about that, too, but I don't want to take your time. So Yeah. That's been really crazy how that whole thing's gone down. It's almost yeah. like you could call their bluff every time. Every time they, they try and show their hand, you call their bluff. <clears throat> so... Uh, yeah, I was calling their bluff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much. Have a good night. All right. Thank uh, you. Uh, thanks, thanks for joining us. Oops. Okay. Next question. 480. You're just unmuted. Go ahead. Hi, Chris. This is uh, Lanny Talbot. I've got a question on... Uh, Letters of credit. How are you guys coming on on your little committee? Yeah. Can you hear me? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. How are we? How are we coming with the letter of credit, Chris? <laughs> uh, we're we're coming along real good. Uh, we're not quite ready to uh, uh, do the Zoom, uh, but we're really coming along on one. As a matter of fact, we're even getting our feet wet a little bit right here. Uh, yeah, this is the way this is going to probably go down, y'all. Is we're going to do this Zoom on the letter of credit, and uh, you know, if you want to get, uh, if you don't want to go through the hassle of trying to create one yourself, uh, we're probably going to have a template, a dynamite template that you'll be able to use, but it's going to be on Tad's website. Um, and that'll be up to him whether or not he wants to uh, share it for free or uh, for members only. That'll be up to him. Uh, that's the deal me and him's got going on uh, because uh, Tad's done an awful lot to support what I'm doing and and sharing this, a lot of this stuff with you all for free. So, uh and we've talked we've talked about membership and things like that and uh but that you know this is his baby uh <clears throat> but it's not like you can't write one on your own um, I think that uh member i think the membership uh, deal is a good way to go myself uh it's uh might be a little steep for some of y'all, but there is a lot of information in there that you can use. A lot of information there. It goes way above and beyond what it is. Uh, what little bit of stuff I'm teaching y'all here. There's a yeah, there's a boatload of information okay. in there. Gordon Hall. They did a lot about conditional acceptance. Not 
not the way that Chris teaches, but if you have to think on your feet a little bit, they did a lot of stuff about, you know, well, I conditionally accept your offer upon proof of claim that blah, 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 whatever it is. So there's some other angles to conditional acceptances that you can learn from. I've got entire categories of that. I sent in a sample... I sent in a sample uh, letter of credit to you oh, a month or so ago, and then I, I sent you a copy on the, in your new email. Just wanted you to kind of take a look at that and kind of give me thumbs up or thumbs down. And then do you sign on the back of those two, or or do you just sign on the front? Yeah. No. Okay. You sign on the back. That's how you monetize. That's right. how you monetize. Sign on the back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, okay. we got to go over that. Yeah. All right, yeah. so any All more right. questions, Lanny? Mm, nope, nope. I'm All I'm right. the one with the 300 million bond, and I'm just going to send out a letter of credit, and I just kind of want the thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I'll check it out. What was your name again? Lanny Talbot. Lanny Talbot. Yeah, you – Yeah. If you check it out, just kind of give me a thumbs up or thumbs down. All right, Lady, thank you. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. Bye. Okay, so our next question. Hello, Chris. H. Jay here from Lake How are you? Hey, how you doing? Good, thank you. Before I ask my question. How you doing, Jay? Good, good, good. I was wondering uh, if you want to do seven this Sunday, or should we keep it nine? Uh, how'd it work for you, buddy? What worked for me is that every other week I can do seven, and and every other week I can do nine, basically. Okay, what are we talking about? Okay, this is Le- this is this is Jay from uh, Legal Ibis. Uh, I'll call you, buddy. I'll call you, and we'll get that figured out. If you guys, if you want to rotate it around. Yeah. yeah. Now, my question is this, right? I was uh, last time. I'm following up on the question from last time. Um, let's say mm-hmm. you want to get out of a, a, a car loan issue, and you decide that maybe you would uh, sell your your car for uh, you know silver dollars or something along those lines. Uh, well, when I was looking at a case where the car loan agreement states that the person agrees that they would not sell their interest or something along those lines without the consent of the the bank and so forth. So the question is, how do you get out of that? I, you know, would a constitutional contract really invalidate some of these clauses that, that they make you sign that you don't even read? You know, saying that you're not yeah, going to... Yeah, a constitutional contract, Jay, would uh, would just negate everything uh, because it's the, it's the most powerful contract that there is. Uh, short of being a contract between you and the Heavenly Father, uh, that's the only contract that has more power than a contract between two of his creations. Um, and... If you're if you're possess, if you possess the automobile, right? Then nine tenths of the law is yours by possession. Uh, now, if you're doing your contract, it's the same thing as the property. 
uh, you know, when I was in the very first video uh, where I'm in there with Everett, uh, you know, if you think about it, uh, he sell, he sells it to me with a constitutional contract using gold dollars or gold coins, <clears throat> right? Well, you know, uh, what if uh, the property that he had, and uh, in, in, in they they tried to tell him, well, you know, uh, you you can't sell that to him because it's it's registered to the state, because that's what it is. When you register a state, it belongs to the state. But as soon as we created the contract, that property was unregistered because we got a new contract, and it's a constitutional contract. That's but, how it. That, that's how it changed everything. But say you have and, to enforce and if you that. Had a, let's let's say you get to to court uh, because of that, and then you're saying uh, maybe they because they want to repossess, and then you are saying, oh, I have a. A contract here, a bill of sale here. Someone, you know, I'm no longer the owner, but but they're going to bring the initial purchase contract, saying, "Well, you signed the purchase contract that you are not going to sell, you know, any interest to any other party without our consent." The the bank would bring their their initial purchase contract. I mean, how I mean, how would we overcome that? Because the judge may say, "Oh, sir, you already signed a contract. You don't you didn't have the authority to." Therefore, uh, sell it to someone else. I mean, how do you overcome that? That's that's my point. Uh, the state could say could have told Everett, "Well, you can't sell that to him for forty dollars of gold. You can't sell that because we own it because it's registered to us." They didn't say that. It was sold. Um, and the same thing goes when you signed a contract. If I sign, if I go and enter into a contract between myself and a fictitious entity known as Ford Motor Credit or, or, or Chrysler Capital or whatever the case may be, that's a contract between a, a, a sentient being and a fictitious entity. If me and you have a contract, that's two sentient beings contracting. It's constitutional. Uh, it's going to negate any other contract that you have. Now, if they try and argue that, then what? What the? What they? If you think about it, when they put a lien on an automobile, they're not really leaning the automobile; they're leaning the title. The lien is actually on the title, man. Uh, here, okay, here you got a lien. Uh, you own the title. Uh, give it to them. You got to build a sale. Uh, <clears throat> I see what you're saying, though. I mean, if you got an agreement, if you want to honor that agreement, then you better not sell it. You better honor the agreement, pay off the debt with the 1099A, get that cleared. Then you can do what you want. I just feel or like at the least offer that. Listen, yeah, Jay, like if you offered them, if you were under a contract with them, right, and you couldn't sell the car, and you wanted to sell the car, all you really need to do is make, it, make them an offer to clear the debt with a 1099A. Uh, if they refuse, then you don't owe them. The contract's dissolved anyway. Turn around and sell it. That's how you would argue it. Well, look, I tried to offer to pay them off, 
they wouldn't accept the payment. Right. If they don't accept the payment, I don't owe it. You know this, Judge. You know contract law. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, you could use the coupon for that matter. Uh, pay it off with the coupon. Look, uh, Your Honor, if they try to take you to court after you sold it, hey, man, I sold that. You know why I sold that? Because I made these dicks offer to settle the debt, and they refused it. Right. And, and by contract law, if if you, if you refuse the, to accept the payment, well, then I don't owe you anymore. I had the right to to sell it to someone else. If I don't owe you any money, our contract is dissolved. Uh, that's where you would really be at. That's how I would do that, Jay. All right. Makes sense because I figured that you would get different results depending on which court you go. If you go to state court, you don't respect the Constitution, so you might not expect the same result as if you go to uh, you know, federal court, you know what I mean, when arguing about constitutional yeah. contracts. So um, very interesting. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, and I look forward to... Uh, All right, man. Thank you. I'll get in touch with you soon, Jay. We'll figure hey, out where the schedule needs to be. Okay, go ahead. Three one nine. Can you see? Hey, it's Shannon. Uh, so I'm I'm the gal that called in last time, and uh, my court uh-huh. case got my court case got dismissed. I just wanted uh-huh. to let you know that <laughs> they got dismissed. But uh, one of the things that they did uh, the Missouri guy. He was talking about how they were playing around with his his name. The court did that to uh-huh. me, and uh, they I had instructed them to s- send back my disqualification of the judge affidavit to uh, uh-huh. the beneficiary and uh, the way that I wrote my address out, and they only did the first in my middle name, and then they didn't even spell out uh, the the city. They just put the first three letters, and so they were just totally messing with me. Yeah, so well, that's what they're trying to do. It's, it's like if you have a name, and you go in there, and they say, uh, well, it would, and they misspell it wrong. Say you got a court case, and they misspell one of the names wrong, like with me. Uh, I get an indictment or whatever, and it and, and my name is spelled, and a, my, my middle name is spelled, uh, A-L-L-E-N instead of A-L-A-N, right? Then they, they don't mm-hmm. even have the right trust because mm-hmm. they didn't spell the middle name correctly. Uh, but you know what they'll say? Oh, well, that's an alias. Uh, that's an alias. Mm-hmm. You, you spell it that way too sometimes, or people spell it that way sometimes. And they just say, well, that's an alias, so we can use it anyway. Uh, that's how they're doing you when they're doing you like that. They're saying uh, they're not addressing uh, the the person that they or the or the trust that they initially were. Uh, well, let's, right. let's let's not mail it to them in their last name, and like that makes it okay. Uh, yeah, we'll get this one by. Uh, that's what they're doing when they do that. Uh, you're fired, sir. Uh, y'all. This is the one I was reading about tonight. Uh, had all these things dropped. Uh, uh, she's she's she went in there. She acted like a beneficiary, 
and, and a free man or a free woman on the land should act. Uh, shut them down, man. <clears throat> yeah, congratulations, Shannon. Thank you very much. And so I wanted to uh, also say that I think that doing the disqualification affidavit uh, was very helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And and I, if you guys want to uh, put, I have the um, the template that I use that I found. Uh, and then I put in um, just I tweaked it to my own situation, and I actually had it doubly yep. sworn. Um, okay. And and so I had uh, in there my list of facts uh, of what they did mm-hmm. to uh, that shows bias. And so the other mm-hmm. there was someone else who called in talking about the judge doing the lady who from. Who was before the lady from Missouri? Um, having all of, they were mm-hmm. doing all kinds of crazy stuff to her and her husband. Um, if she has any of that mm-hmm. on, on video and and she or she's got it all recorded, uh, put all those in. Uh, it, it's a disqualification. It's basically uh, find the rules for her state. And I found like three court rules, and then I found one uh, Kentucky. Uh, revised statute that told me exactly how to uh, what the statute was so you use that statute and and those rules and you say by these rules and these statutes I am uh, I am uh, um, requiring the the disqualification of the judge because the judge is biased against me according to the statute and by her actions and here are the things to demonstrate that and then I uh, put in exhibits for evidence, which included transcripts mm-hmm. from the videos that I took. And I only put parts of it in there so they could get a little taste of what I've got, but they didn't know at all I had. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, were showing me whole card. What's that? I said you didn't want to show them your hold card. Yeah, you don't want, you don't to, want to give it all to them. Right, and, and, I, and, and it was... Chris, I have and Tad, I've never ever gotten anything from that court so fast. I got the disqual- mm-hmm. the dismissal the next day in the mail. Yeah. And yeah, then overnight, that's it, to her. <laughs> it came in the mail. They, I have, I have uh, gotten things two months later. Um, and and, and then so then this this. Uh, judge is running for uh, office because she was appointed. She wants to. She wants that position, mm-hmm. but it's an elected position. So yeah. I, I think she was running scared. And I got a. I got a, this. Um, yeah. The motion or the the ruling from the Supreme Court Chief Justice uh, a yeah. few days later in the mail. Saying, yeah. yeah, that disqualification is moot now. Well, I implicated him in that disqualification because she relied on his order, and she said that in a video. She said, I am basing my, basically all of her abuses against me are based upon the, that mask order that he had in place. So I'm sitting here yeah. going, I want to disqualify his, his order. Because yeah. he has the yeah. direct interest. How do you, how do you, you see how you see how slick they did that? 
Uh, well, this is the yeah, Supreme Court no uh, letter from the Supreme Court. They're just going to mute this so nobody gets to ever know about it. Yep. Yeah, they're going to shove it so underneath the desk to... and use it use it to jack the short leg up with. Ain't nobody going to see that in a while. And they think that no yeah. one's going to really question it because, oh, this is from the chief Supreme Court <clears throat> justice. Mm-hmm. Now, the they don't want... They don't want you to be. They don't want you to be able to go in there and get a copy of everything and share it with folks. Uh, hey, here's another one that hit us freaking real hard. Uh, hide her shit. Uh, that's what they're going to try and do with us. They're mm-hmm. going to try and mute this uh, when the Supreme Court overturns this decision and it goes back to the lower court. I wouldn't be surprised one bit if the if the, the uh, the petty court that started all this bullshit uh, actually over- drops the freaking the, the, the class E felonies, the, the 21 and the filing fraudulent liens. I could see her doing that. Well, I'm just going to overturn all this stuff. And we're going to mute this shit and ain't nobody ever going to know about it. I, mm-hmm. I guarantee you that's what they're going to do. We're going to come off and they're going to act like, oh, well, we shit you out of five years of your life. Uh, but we don't care. We're just going to hide everything. Uh, that's exactly. the way. That's the way they work, and folks. That is why I'm trying to tell you to get out here and get involved in these in these in these jury uh, uh, jury assemblies. Assemble. And I got the only way we're going to stop shit like that. Yeah, I got. Mm-hmm. She got hold of me. We got in touch, and I know she's real busy, uh, and, but. I'm, I've already agreed I'm going to be signing up for that and everything, doing the paperwork. It's just I haven't heard from her. So I'm sitting here with this new court order from the Supreme Court Justice, and I, I have these yeah. two, like, what to do now, whether to, ask, to uh, do, send it on up to the U.S. Supreme Court, because you are talking about this earlier, like you won't get any justice in the lower courts or the state court. Only no, in won't. the federal court. So, yeah. but I've also already I mean, opened this case in the federal court uh, under a remedy uh, that that's for civil rights, and uh, yeah. in that other. You need to roll with it. What's that? Yeah, you need to roll with it then, uh, Shannon. You need to roll with it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Kick so- it on down the road. I'm just trying to decide whether to go to the U.S. Supreme Court route or whether to to go the yeah. um, the federal court. Well, your constitutional rights, your constitutional rights were violated. Uh, I would I would probably I would probably run it into the federal courts and and make this a constitutional issue. Yeah. Yeah, and, because and, and uh, let him go through the. You can always appeal them through the federal courts all the way to the Supreme Court. Right. Uh, yeah, let the feds the drop this on up, the feds' laps. Yeah, let's get them for this freaking bullshit mandate. Thank you. I mean, you, uh, that, that wasn't really? even a law you violated, and they freaking want to uh, destroy your constitutional rights, man. Well, what was very bothersome... Right. What really bothered me was that the the judges over the courts had these mandates, and I looked into their mm-hmm. their order, 
and they're all administrative, and they are based upon a bunch of fluff. I mean, nobody's yeah. looking into their orders, and I did, and I looked into that guy's too, and he's he's out of line. They're out of line, but it, when yeah, it goes up to the Supreme Court, they had the same orders over their courts, too. They were out of line. The U.S. Supreme Court did that to us and shut down everything. So, yeah. so it should... So I think that it should go next to the legislative branch because they oversee the judges in, according to the Constitution. Yeah. Because the Supreme Court yeah, justices are also going to be disqualified. And so for that, that's what I, I need some help with, with uh, that aspect of it. Like, uh, how do we... Tell the how do we tell our legislative branch like dudes like you guys are over the judges. It is your job to put them in line. Yeah. Well, the best all way right. to do that is get them all together, and it's coming down the road. All right. Yeah. So we got some more people Thanks waiting. Yeah. Yeah. I sent you the um, I sent right, you some stuff on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. All right, Shannon. We got some other people waiting. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Have a good night, good sister. Okay. Seven one four area code. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Uh, yeah. This is Dana, California. Hello, Tad, and hello, uh, Chris. Um, Dana. Hey. Hey. Quick, quick rundown. I have a utility bill, Southern California, Edison. Uh, has not been paid for about 11 months. They, they won't shut off. It's wonderful right now. Um, the electric bill is in the name of the trust. The property is in an irre- irrevocable mm-hmm. uh, contract trust. Um, mm-hmm. My roommate has been paying the bill, so I can't really do a 1099A because the money didn't come out of my pocket. But I would like to do a voucher uh, which then would create, the, you know, properly endorse it and all, which would create that credit, and then 1099A, that voucher amount. Um, the question I have is, uh, does the original voucher, original endorsed voucher go to SCE, or does it go to Treasury? Does it go to where? What was the last one? Does it go to Treasury, the uh, endorsed voucher, or does it go to Southern California Edison? Are you going to? Uh, are you trying to pay with just the voucher? A voucher and a 1099A. Okay. And the 1099A. Well, if it's your bill, you if it's your bill, you can't do that. You'll have to. You'd have to write some kind of uh, uh, remittance kind of thing up for it. Uh, I don't think you can send it with the 1099A with a voucher to pay a bill. You said it's in the lights in the trust name? Yes. Okay, so you're paying it in in your I'm not a trustee. Well, yeah, well, what I'm saying is 
if 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 the if the light bill is in like an EIN yeah. uh, trust, that that's the one that owes. Uh, and what you're saying is, can I use my trust my trust money uh, to pay a light bill that's owed by a, a by a different trust? Correct. Right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You would have to get a trustee in the in the in the trust to accept that, and then they would be the ones that would have to file it. <coughs> because okay. they, what they, you're they doing. Your trust fund was set up. Your trust fund was set up to take care of your needs, not your EIN. Your EIN's needs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If the light bill was in your trust name, you could, you could send it. You could do the 1099A and send it to the power company, and everything would be fine. Right. Uh, but you're talking about your light bill is in, is in a like an irrevocable trust or something like yeah. that, uh, it's not even in your name. Correct. Uh, you would be, you'd be sending money from your trust to pay for, uh, you know, to pay the, the light bill that's owed by a different trust. Yeah. You may be able to word something around to that effect that it's actually uh, in, in the beneficiary's best interest because you're the one that uses the power uh, to do something like that, you might be able to word it around that it could do that. Uh, okay. But you could just, if it's an EI, if you got an EIN, you could just take the 1099A and whoever's in in charge of that trust send the 1099A to pay for it. And then you're not even involved. You know, uh, I don't know who you're. Who the, uh, the the trustee is in the EIN, but they could probably send the 1099A and let the let the funds from the trust pay it. Uh, I don't I don't know. That's kind of a different different scenario than I've heard so far. So I don't well, know really Chris, how that would work. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, it's kind of a twist. Um, you know, yeah. for people that do revocation of elections and they end up uh-huh. getting a letter back from the IRS with that voucher on it with what I call the exemption number, the social between two asterisks. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have seen uh-huh. those coming back on people's incorporations as well with that number. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I mean, incorporated with Secretary of State, I saw one, and I went, what the heck? And it was a company that was uh, being closed. The company was, you know, taxes paid up and being closed. And um, Mm -hmm. they sent a letter saying, thank you, everything's closed and everything's good, and attached was the voucher uh, with its EIN number with no dashes between asterisks. Hmm. Very interesting, huh? That's crazy. So, makes me wonder. If yeah, that's a little odd, isn't it? Yeah, it makes me wonder if we can't, you know, make instruments using the EIN number of of a trust or or a corporation without dashes to um, claim yeah. an exemption as well as individuals. That's probably doable. <laughs> 
That'd be something to look. That's something to look into. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, but it's but it's Damn really man. helpful. Y'all y'all that. create more work than I need sometimes. Uh, <laughs> it's really helpful yeah. to get that voucher. They yeah. to close their company to get it. And I would like to ask: yep. the light bill hasn't been paid, or power bill hasn't been paid in eleven months. Eleven months ago, Southern California Edison was changing their system over to a new system. And um, mm-hmm. I called with a debit card to pay the bill, and they said, oh, our system is down. We can't take it today. Call back tomorrow. Call back the next day. It was still down. And they said, call this 800 number. They will take your card. Called them, and they said, my system's down. I can't take it. I said, okay, this call is being recorded. Are you an agent for Southern California Edison? Yes, ma'am, I am. I said, Three times now I have called trying to give you off of tender for paying uh, the power bill, and three times you have refused. Therefore, uh, per UCC 3603, offer of tender made and refused equals discharge the debt obligation. And the agent said, okay, being recorded. (laughs) (laughs) Furthermore, That's fantastic. Hey, check it out. If they ever come after you for the bill, tell them you can't pay it right now because the system's down. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, right. But, but I said, well, you, another bill has come to the house, and it says there on the coupon um, you're under threat of being shut off for non-payment of the prior bill. Please pay this amount. Again, it's not a pink slip, though. It's a regular bill. And I brought it up to the agent and they mm-hmm. go, oh, don't worry about that. We're under the COVID thing right now. They are not going to shut your power off. I said, really? Mm-hmm. A statement with a threat on it? I said, that's fraud. And the agent on the recording says, I agree with you. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I tried to pay again the next month, uh, debit card over the phone. They won't take it. And, um, again, called an offer tender made and issued uh, UCC 3603. It's, yeah, uh, just, yeah just, oh, keep doing that. Yeah, they said, okay, Sam, not a problem. So, yeah, I just wanted to share that story. Yeah, just keep you. doing that. Hey, hey this, that's probably why your dang gas prices are so freaking high out there right now. Because y'all ain't have to pay light bills and shit. So, that's going to jack your gas price up a little bit. Oh, is it? <laughs> Yeah. And Thanks for sharing that with us tonight. Yeah, yeah. You're right, Dana. You're absolutely right. Enforcement is what is needed, and it's through the grand jury. And the assemblies, I think, is the place to find absolutely. it. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of people are waking up to that, man. A lot of folks are waking up to that. Right. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Dana. Uh-huh. Okay, so 773, you're next. That would be Billy from Chicago. How are you guys? I will hear you loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, that's, 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 that's the way people from Chicago are, man. We're laughing. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. I have a question. Chris, uh, I, would, I want to say about a month ago you were talking about abandoned property, and I'm not 100% sure. It might have been in reference to, like, if a spouse died have the other spouse, you know, claim the abandoned property, i.e. the Sestake Trust Funds. Is that possible? If 
Okay, it is. So, okay, no, is it, it possible? It isn't. Oh no, it isn't possible. No. It, what happens when the when the, the uh, when the trust when when someone passes away? Mm-hmm. There's no beneficiary left in the trust anymore. Uh, so, who gets the funds? The trustee does. Uh, there was one guy, finally, uh, he sent me an email. He said, man, I, you know, Chris, he said, I agree with you 100% everything you've ever said. Uh, but the one thing I disagree with is what you said tonight. This is what I said last night. Uh, he said that uh, you can't, uh, uh, it had to do with being the beneficiary and the grantor and the trustee, uh, or the grantor and the uh, uh uh, dang. You can't do that. You can't be that. And I said, well, uh, I'm, I'm glad that you feel that way, man. Uh, you know, that's the way you feel about whatever. But uh, when you created the when you and the Social Security Administration got together and created the trust, you became a grantor of the trust. So you can be a grantor and a relator. Uh, uh, of the trust, uh, but when you're dead, there's no more beneficiary. But in a regular account, if I was Rich Uncle Joe, and me and Aunt Betty was still alive, uh, we would be the grantors and the settlers, but we would also be the beneficiaries. Uh, we would actually be the beneficiaries. Now, we would name our, our nieces and nephews, because maybe we didn't have any children of our own, uh, sure. as trust, as beneficiaries, okay? Uh, uh, if it, He was talking about, well, a beneficiary can't uh, name a, tr- uh, a trustee. That's where he disagreed with me at. Uh, a beneficiary can't do that. They can't, they can't name whoever they want to as a trustee. I said, well, they most certainly can, uh, because that's what the the beneficiary does. If I'm Rich Uncle Joe, I'm going to designate some trustees. I said, what what would happen if Rich Uncle Joe and Aunt Betty were dead, and then uh, those were they were the grantors and the settlers, right? But they were also the beneficiaries. I can put everything. I'm alive right now and can put everything I have, money, home, cars, all that stuff into a trust for my children. Uh, and I can designate who the benefit or who the uh, trustee is. Now, if I die, the trustee dies, the, the beneficiaries, my children, the beneficiaries, are left without a trustee in the trust. Who's going to decide who that trustee is? The children of the beneficiaries. Uh, gotcha. Okay. So I think you when you were talking about, yeah, no, no, no. That's why I wanted to clarify because I was kicking it around because you had mentioned how once you pass away, the government is going to go in and, and claim they're going to use a 1099A abandonment of property. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't know yeah. if there was... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what they'll do. They'll... And that's what happens. That's what the bank does with your mortgage. Uh, when you stop, when you paid your last payment of your mortgage, 
uh, you paid all the money back to the trust that they loaned you in the first place, and then there's all this interest that co- occurred in a, a bank account somewhere, and your agreement at closing time was to open your bank account and put money into it. Now all of a sudden you've put putting money into it, and 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 they make it look like you've abandoned the funds. So they're going to file a 1099A, not as an acquisition, but as an abandonment of secured property. So that's what I think what I was meaning by that. Yeah, no, and, and that's what, and I, the only reason why I was asking is because my father had passed away. Now, I know you talk about when people get married, do, do they marry those two sets of K accounts as well? Or do they just co-mingle yeah, yeah. them? No, they they actually marry them, and but they they're each uh, money's put into them uh, separately, you know. And you'll put your money in that you made, your husband will put it, but then you got to file jointly, and uh, or you got to or you can file uh, married but separate uh, with the taxes and stuff. What they've done is they've linked those two trusts together, uh, and 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 they're the only ones they can break that link. Uh and and that's why if uh that's why uh you you can do a lot of things with your spouse together, you know, they'll say, Oh well you wanna like uh, uh my wife's credit before I got into this stuff, my wife's credit was really bad. Uh and then after bankruptcy I helped her build it all back up again. Uh by giving her money crazy and then her paying it all on time now her credit got real good well I didn't have a whole lot of credit because I didn't need it uh, so her credit's been built up and we've used we've done you know, spent a lot of money keeping it juiced up and, and, her, and her credit score high uh, and, and, and my credit sucks so if we were to go get a loan uh, they uh, uh we can get I can get a loan. I can get any kind of loan I want, but she's got to come with me. She's I'm the one with the funds and she's the one with the good credit. Uh, right. So they work that together and they put both of our account numbers on the loan. Sure. Uh, we we get neither one of us neither one of us could go out here and get credit other than maybe a credit card on our own because I'm the one with all the funds coming in, and she's the, she doesn't have any income. And but she's got she's the one with the good credit, so they like to use ours together because we're married. So right. So with that, so with that being said, since because that's what I I was trying to brainstorm. So you got two people they get married, they they combine the trust together. If one passes away. Because each one is the beneficiary, and the gover- and the treasury is basically the trustee. The other spouse that's still living cannot claim the abandoned property of the deceased. Be- even obviously, they abandoned no, it because it's abandoned. It's right. Abandoned. What they do is once it's abandoned like that, they lock it down. Now you'll get uh, even though uh, yeah. there isn't a, you're not a beneficiary. In in that in your husband's trust, right. the beneficiary is still gone, uh, and and the, and the trustee or the trustees will lock that down. 
But what they will do is they'll give you a widow's pension, right? Like my grandma, when my granddad died, uh, he didn't get two Social Security checks. And uh, and then my granny had to pay half of it, half of one month back. Uh, yeah. But then she, she kind of made up for how they stuck him because she went for 20 years, you know, 20, 30 years drawing a drawing a widower's pension or a widow's pension off of his trust and then she, you know, was getting her money too. But now when she died, my 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 mom and my aunt, they weren't beneficiaries in the trust anymore, either one of their trusts. So the treasury gets it. Treasury okay. gets the abandoned property. And so that's why they don't care to kill us off. It's why they don't care to kill us off with COVID. Sure. They can't do that. Uh, why? Because they're, they're, if I kill off the beneficiaries, I can steal this money straight up right now. Exactly. That is, right, and that makes sense. Okay, so that answers that question. Um, I do have a really quick one regarding um, – I sent a CA to a dealership. I've already done the claim lien, sent everything to the treasury. I'm waiting for my 45-day period or 60-day, however many. Now, since I leaned three individuals and the corporation, where do they get the funds from the corporation since it's not a living? I mean, okay, that's what I thought. Now, when they take the money from the corporation's trust, will they notify them or no? I know they don't have to. Okay. They'll know. Oh yeah, the trust, the the uh, the CEO may not be noticed notified right away because he doesn't know that there's millions of dollars in his trust. But now, when you hit the the the, uh, the trust business entity uh, as as the principal, they're going to know. Okay, and and that's and where did our four million dollars go? Okay, that's and that's what I was wondering because I yeah, it could actually bankrupt bankrupt them. If your uh, lien was uh, here's where they're really going to know when they try to buy more cars on credit from the corporation they're selling them to. Yep. They're going to go, oh, we can't do that. We can't do that. Uh, you're only worth you're only worth uh, $8 million, and there's a $12 million lien on you. Right, okay. Because I am going to say. They took your $8 million. They took your $8 yeah. million, and they're waiting on you to make $4 million more. Okay. No, we can't give right. you credit. You owe $4 million. Sure. Yeah, you can okay. turn it down. All right. Awesome. You. That, that's all I had. Thanks so much. Okay. I think this is going to be our final call for the yeah, evening. 719 area code. Go ahead. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Awesome. Yes, hey, Chris, man. Uh, thank you for everything that you're doing for everyone. Um, I am wondering if a... Freedom of Information Act for missing persons. Missing persons. Can someone do a 1099A for that?
Uh, you'd have to be specific about what it was you were wanting. Uh, that's a great question because, you know, if we could do a, a FOIA request on <clears throat> anybody that's been trafficked and figure out where all these folks are missing and going to, that would be freaking awesome. Uh, okay. That was the only thing that ever came out of what I was doing. Uh, uh, I would be eternally grateful. Uh, that's a big problem we got. Did, was it a young person, or do you mind me even asking? Uh, no, it's not a problem. So I know a gentleman, his name is David Pilates, and he's former law enforcement and uh, he's retired now, I believe, and his uh, new life mission is to help with the suicide rate. He lost a child to suicide, and he also investigates yeah. missing persons and has been able to correlate a lot of missing people in a way where the cases are very similar. There's similar similarities yeah. in the cases. It's called so he's Missing 411, Chris. Yeah. Okay. He, he, it's a he, he's a really, phenomenon. really smart guy. Okay. Okay. And so uh, that was that was one of my not questions. Missing, is he? No, sir. He's not missing, is he? <laughs> uh, no, sir. No. No. I mean, who uh, who are you wanting to do the fo Are you are you want, are you just asking a question, or are you actually wanting to do a FOIA request on a missing person? I'm I'm wondering if I can help this gentleman get because he was told it's going to cost him two million dollars to get a missing persons report through a FOA, and that's a lot no, of money for him. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. How are you going to yeah, he, he, so, two million dollars? So here's the deal. Here, here's the deal, Chris. There, people are going missing in national parks, and they're not just missing, they're gone. National yeah. parks, they know about this, and they're not saying anything. And uh, David, he's asking the hard questions they don't want to answer. So he's asking for a list of missing people from uh, specifically Yosemite. And they said, I think it will cost you like $30,000 to get a list for us to compile it. And if you want it nationwide, it'll cost you a million dollars. Okay, so they're blackballing him because they don't want this information getting out for some reason. Yeah, absolutely. And whether it's attendance of the parks or whether they're hiding something sinister. <clears throat> yeah, it's the reptilians living under the park now that's capturing the people now. So maybe that's something that I should just sweep off my desk and not even get involved in? No, I'm just, I'm just, uh, bullshit. That's where, okay. that's where the conspiracy <laughs> part of me comes in. No, man, uh, I would do it. And hey, uh, yeah, I can handle that two million. Uh, I got a 1099A right over here. Compile the list and send me a freaking bill. Okay, and then just use the remedies that we know. To, the beneficiary needs to know where all these thousands of freaking people are missing. Uh, that's what they're trying to do. What they're trying to do is they're trying to uh, discourage him from getting into what he's getting into. Because right. they're freaking a part of it. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'd FOIA request 
Uh, you can FOIA request any information that the government has. Doesn't and mean they're going to answer know, you. No, but you'll have a record of it. Okay. Uh, if it ever comes back to bite them in the ass, you're going to have a record of it. Uh, you refuse to give me this information. Uh, the only reason that they could actually do that would be uh, for national security reasons. Uh, That's the only okay. way they can refuse you a FOIA request. Uh, getting your bond numbers is not a freaking national emergency. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. a national. Uh, it's not. Uh, you know, what's that got to do with national security? Uh, <clears throat> so that shouldn't be uh, that shouldn't be a and I think that this is probably outside of the box of not that David probably wouldn't do it he's all, he's intelligent but he's also by the book and kind of clean so to speak yeah he's a cop yeah facts only yeah yeah man I I just noticed when listening to him uh, the he mentioned that there was two cases where the Green Berets were called in, and under uh, military protocols, Green Berets don't go in looking for missing peoples. So I'm wondering if whoever's responsible for this, when they called in the Green Berets, there was somebody that was working in the dark organization that took a hold of somebody, and it wasn't tracked in the dark organization, if that makes sense. A little bit of a conspiracy side, but that, yeah. that's just oh. one of the questions. When were the green when were the green berets called in? You know, I want to say it was uh, I'd have to go back to the videos and listen, but it was either 20 years ago, 20 to 50 years ago. One of them was back in the 70s. I got a cousin that's retired Delta Force. All right. That's what uh, He's been in and he's then, been in uh Special Forces since the 80s, so I wonder if you'd know anything that's, about that's that. That's cool. They don't. If they called the Green Berets in, it was a special op. He wasn't looking for missing people. It was special. It was some kind of special operation. That's all Green Berets do is special op shit. Uh, leave your yep. dog tank at home. If you get killed, we don't know who you are. Uh, that's how they. That's how them guys work. You know, my 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 cousin's wife didn't even know he was in Delta Force. She was oh, in Delta wow. Force for seven years, and his own wife didn't know. Uh, yeah. All right. So, so does that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I, I did have one other question. Okay, if you make okay. it quickly, please. Yeah, so American State National versus BC Authentication. Um, are these guru pimps, like, uh, I don't want to use any names, but they're charging for seminars so people can get a, uh, American State National Passport. Is that normally just for if, like, you're traveling out of the country and need a state national passport to reserve your rights and... Uh, get in and out of the border. Yeah, uh, yeah and then, I think so. I think that's what it's about. Uh, okay. There's a, 
I'm not I'm not a corrections kind of guy. I don't think that I am. But you know what? Uh if if I could get a passport uh that that you know, one guy showed me a picture of his he just recently got had five stars. Uh diplomatic immunity, I guess is the passport there. It's a I think it's a black one. There's different colors too. But anyway, I mean if 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 if, if I had to Go through the whole process to get something like that. Damn, damn sure would. Because uh, right now they don't. They don't even want old Chris to leave the country. I'm not going to get a passport, no matter what my status <laughs> is, until this felony shit's lifted. Uh, but I'm not one to. to uh, the only the only uh, being that can correct my status would be the Most High. Um, that's why I don't think you have to do it. Uh, okay. I think really all you need to do is uh, declare who you are. Uh, I'm the beneficiary because uh, everything is commerce. Everything's commerce. Uh, even crimes are commerce. So the the, the thing is, say, you got to be able to separate yourself. Uh, stop saying, "Are you Mr. Christopher Hauser?" Uh, no, I most certainly am not. Uh, you got to start recognizing who you really are, and that's how this is working. People are starting to be recognized, like our guy from guy from uh, Missouri, there, man, with the freaking letter from the governor. Yeah, we recognize you as the beneficiary. I'd play that. I'd play that like crazy in my state. Let me get a letter from the governor addressing me that way. Uh, I get my forms from the IRS, the beneficiary. Uh, okay. Yeah, you start getting these, these uh, agencies to recognize you as the beneficiary, then they're stuck. They're admitting that they're trustees. Uh, you got them. But I would do the FOIA request. I would do it regardless of what the result was. Sure. I would do it for to have the paper trail. Okay. And then it's not a question. I I don't have another question. I was just curious if I can use your email to get more information about the grand jury assembly to do one in Colorado. Um, Why don't you contact me through the website, youhavetheright.com, and I'll forward it on to Alicia. Legalbits.com or? Yeah. No, you have the right dot com. Okay. Yeah, that the the legal the legal IBA site, y'all, is for people that are super green. Okay, uh, it is uh, it's a website that says you can probably put your seventh grader on it, and your seventh grader can figure this out. Beautiful. Uh, the guy that built it spent a lot of time doing it doing it and it's totally free. Uh you get on there and you you get to your head wrapped around this stuff real good. Uh and then there's some other sites out there like Tad's right here that are good to get on. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. That, that that's good to know. Like yeah. Where that would be more like high school, <laughs> uh Tad's site would be like college. Okay. You know, Ted's back to where you get degree, buddy. 
<laughs> All right. Well, well maybe. Thank you very much well, maybe. For your question. One of these days, we'll have to get together and try popcorn stuff out. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. Okay, so Chris, <clears throat> I think that's going to do it. Our audience is dwindling, and I think everybody's getting tired. I know I am. So, um, yeah. you guys check out youhavetheright.com. Join our mailing list. Join our membership. Um, and Chris, uh, we'll see you guys again next week. Goodbye, everybody. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.